Hi, I'm Peachy. Hello, I'm Patrick. Hello, I'm Jeff. And today we are joined by the esteemed painter, Richard Gray. Hello. Welcome Hello. to the channel. <laughs> His face. He's got a face. <laughs> That's a face. No one knows who I am there. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they're listening and they're not yeah. watching, they'll know who you are by the voice. Yeah, they got that with Pete, so uh, Pete had the same thing when we had him on. Most people recognise the voice. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for travelling down and uh, sorry for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it was a car crash. I don't drink coffee. My wife's really good at making tea. She doesn't drink tea. I'm crap at making coffee. I'm sorry. Forgive me. He won't be coming back. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm getting. So uh, It's just my face. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we, we've mentioned you many times on the show for one reason oh, or another. More times um, than I care to remember. We used you I in one of our... Have I paid you? <laughs> no, no. no <laughs> so we're still... We, Pat expectantly every morning looks for the check, but it's still not turned up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because every now and again you jump into the comments and stuff, and uh, we all respect you as a painter, obviously, so that, that helps. But uh, we used you as a part of our measuring tool for the yellow ultimate yellow guides yeah you did uh, a, an interesting job of that <laughs> <laughs> i did a terrible job of that yeah so if anyone's not seen that yet um i look at like the ultimate way to paint yellow and i was looking at different ways of painting yellow many i've never come across before and i was watching your video and trying to mimic richard gray which i didn't do very well <laughs> well we've already set a bar now that we know that if something isn't very good richard will refer we to it as interesting <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and usually in, if in doubt we're like if you don't like this just watch richard <laughs> You know, we, um, you know, we pat a little while ago to, to, to sort of trigger people early on because we put a couple of things up that we, it was just me and Pat that we'd painted and people weren't very kind. Well, one of them would be in something I painted they were rightfully not very kind about. And then Pat did a horrifically painted Space Marine on purpose and people would send things in and go, it's awful, it makes me feel ill, oh, my eyes and all the rest of it. And I always used to just reply, say, take two Richard Gray videos and call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah. I get, I, get, I get comments every now and then on my videos. There was what my favourite comment was like, this is the worst video I've ever seen. It should be titled How Not to Paint a Space Marine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that person. You've got to think what standard they are, haven't you? If they're though. It was Darren. It was Darren Latham. It was Darren Latham. <laughs> Imagine being trolled by Darren Latham. That'd be awful. You go, yeah, it's all right, Darren, but you only paint one leg. <laughs> We've seen your videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I think what it is is because I quite often am quite messy when I start off, yeah. and it's only later on that I start the refining. So they watch a couple of minutes and like. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I mean, obviously, I'm messy. Continue messy, and don't get quite as refined as you, and just get to a certain point, uh, and then people just switch off and go, mm, "Yeah, thanks." <laughs> Is it? I, like, I did watch um, your most recent uh, video painting Deathwing Terminator, yeah. and um, you, seeing the thumbnail and being like, "That looks like a painting," and then seeing you start and just being like, "Scratchy, scratchy, scratchy, scratchy," yeah. and I'm like. I don't how, yeah, yeah. Um, but then you watch the video and you're like, oh, a lot of skill. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just you just have to be persistent with how you do it. You just, once you've got like a little area, then you figured out how to do it. It's just doing the same thing mm. over and over. It just takes a while. <laughs> do you tend to um, like work on the go as well, like try things out as you as you film yeah, and well, stuff? I mean, it depends. Um, if it's more for YouTube, then I'll probably I'll have a rough idea of what mm. I'm going to do, but. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is going to take too long. So actually on the Deathwing video, you can see, like, I'm, I'm painting it off and I'm like, oh, that's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm like, this is going to take two hours of a video or whatever. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> so I just get a, a stip big brush and like, stipple the pattern on and it gives, like, a close approximation. Yeah. And like, if you, like, combine different techniques and things, you can get, like, a pretty good result anyway. Mm. Um, so I, mean, I find, like, for YouTube, it's more for me to have a bit of fun and just play around with yeah. different things. Because when I'm doing 
more like the Patreon videos, it's generally going to be for like Golden Demon entries. Mm. So I have to be really focused on what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be good. Yeah. So I I didn't realise you you did like different styles for your patrons as well as YouTube. That's interesting. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was was looking at the Deathwing Terminator and like Pat was saying, you could just see all that little motlin and like all the the chipping and stuff. Yeah, very much a painting. I mean, it, it definitely wasn't suitable for an army. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't matter I mean imagine an army of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I'm I prefer to spend a long time painting like my yeah. thing is painting like I just like to spend a long time doing nice jobs but people prefer if I do quicker work and mm. it's <laughs> I'm kind of like well I don't always enjoy doing the quicker work yeah. but I get so many people asking for that because I think I they like the sort of the way that I do it so I still incorporate you know techniques I would use on Golden Demon projects and yeah. things, but I try and do them quicker and like, they're, but they're still effective. Yeah, yeah. And so people like that, but you know, I'm there. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's not quite finished. I want to spend another week on that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, See, so that was really interesting because when I was in uh, the painting team, um, I had the luxury of sitting with like the heavy metal guys and doing some stuff, and I found it really hard to to focus and get that discipline of like maintaining one figure for a, a long period of time. I think that might be down to the fact that I have a short attention span and I like uh, immediate goals um, or results um, quite quickly. Well, so that's that's actually, my style. So one question I got, get a lot is, and I know a lot of pro painters get this, like, like golden mm. type of painters, is why do you paint a little area and finish that and then go do you know, little bits at a time. It's because you want to actually see something that yeah. you've done. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you, know, you want the test model, isn't okay, it? Yeah. yeah. But you want the, the payoff. You know, yeah. Like, oh, that looks cool. So I've done a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Rather yeah. than because it takes so long getting to that. Yeah. That bit that you know, if you go through all the layers on each part of the model, you're spending a long time doing stuff. That you're and you, yeah, you're not seeing yeah. a reward. Yeah, that's fascinating because, like, from my point of view, if, if I'm doing like a unit of like thirty or forty. Um, I'll have one completed. So I've got that like goal to look yeah. at all the time and go, that's what they're all going to look like. I mean, it's going to take a few days, but that's what they're all going to look like. So that makes a lot of sense. Never really thought about that. There's a guy I knew back in the day from the first time I was into Warhammer and he would paint uh, in Friar Lane shop in mm-hmm. the city centre. And he would do that thing of not painting. Uh, uh, you know, now you can get a lot of the spray cans you need to be able to army yeah. spray your Marines. Well, he was painting the colours on by by hand for the for the main color for the chapter and he would do a thing like we would start a marine it'd be undercoated in black and he would paint all of the detail completely to a finish of like a hand holding the sword yeah, so you yeah. just have like this really nicely painted ultramarine fist holding the sword and a black miniature and then he would move up and do a really nice do a really nice forearm and then he just think i couldn't imagine painting like that it looked great because the yeah, juxtaposition yeah, yeah. between this really nice ni- nicely painted tiny bit then a black marine but to paint up like that and i thought maybe that's trying to get as much eek as much satisfaction as you can out of a figure as you go (laughs) actually strangely enough um so when i paint i tend to focus on the sort of the interesting areas first Mm. so you quite often i'll end up like the chest and head and stuff done and then you'll get bits and these usually if they're in like a walking pose or whatever it's like there'll be um like limbs further back in the image and we take a nice photo of it uh, it looks like they're kind of like coming out of the darkness, mm. and people, are, oh, I prefer it like that. I just leave it done. But well, okay, it looks great in the photo, but yeah. if you look at it in real life, it's unpainted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help. What's the the longest amount of time you spent? Damn it, on a miniature. Um, <laughs> it, I hate time questions. I really do. <laughs> uh, Sorry, because I, so I, it's hard to focus on something for a, a competition 
straight the way through, um, especially because of the way that I'm working for Patreon and stuff, people mm-hmm. get really bored of just seeing little updates of the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to like jump around a bit. But also, like I, I just get a bit bored, or sometimes like I've just had enough and I just need to think about it mm-hmm. for a bit. Uh, so, Mortarian probably took me the longest, yeah, but not necessarily in hours painting. So you know, there's a lot of thinking I time. Across slightly, yeah. yeah. It took, oh, I think it was like yeah. it's a year. I can't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> it took a long time of being left there, yeah, and yeah. doing a bit more. And, yeah. Um, yeah, but I actually paint quite quickly for what I do, mm. uh, but. I spend a lot of thinking time and I, yeah. I just like focus. So I just jump between That's, pieces. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got like 70 unfinished projects or like projects that are uh, like midway through being done on my desk. And we recently did a video where there was like some that had been there for a year and I just didn't want to touch them, but we, we made a video out of it. Um, but I'm like, that. I have to jump between, between, between yeah, projects and stuff. Uh, it's a problem because people keep asking me, like, so where's Nagash? Where's Bellacore? Yeah. You know, they're just looking at me. <laughs> Do you have like yeah. little mini rewards and stuff? I know obviously with like painting, like a leg to completion stuff, but if I was like doing a unit, I'd get my 30 done. That's like, I'm going to paint a character now or a tank. Do you, from your like doing a character model or something like that, do you have like, once you, I know you said you paint the best bit first yeah. or the favourite bit. Is it like little bits like, oh, I can't wait to nail doing the base? or Yeah, so I do try to make sure there are still interesting bits left on the model mm. because the, big, the absolute biggest problem is if you've painted the front of the model, you've got the back to do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no yeah. one cares about the back. Yeah. Everyone's like, why haven't you painted the back? Because no one's going to look at it. <laughs> no one cares. I can't do tutorials on painting the back yeah. because like, if I put that on Instagram or whatever, no one's going to be interested. So it's really tricky to, to do yeah. stuff like that. And that's purely because of social media and Patreon. It's my job. Yeah. Uh, like, if I was just doing it on my own, I'd be fine. Like, mm. you know, just spend hours paying it or whatever, but you know, you've got to make money. So. Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, it's interesting, because it was uh, a thing we used to focus on a lot when we were doing, like, stage by stage guys with workshop. It was rare or advised never to show the back of the model, because it was weird. It was always like the model should be facing towards yeah. the camera and stuff like that. So that's where the interest is. But sometimes there's just like really interesting elements yeah. on the back. Well, but they, it, they definitely, especially the some of the new ones that come out. There's like amazing things they put on the back. Like uh, one of the um, the orc. I can't even remember what anything's called. It's the same. It's an interesting <laughs> orc thingy. Like the the thin orcs that came. All oh, the cruel boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The back, the, the um, one of the uh, psychotype ones. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> we need him on the naming convention team. <laughs> yeah, the, the wizardy guy. Like, on the back, he's got a big skull backpack thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. he has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like, right. Oh, that, I don't that's, know what he's called, but no, I know which one yeah. you mean, yeah. But I was like, oh, he looks really, it looks better from the back than the front. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I, I, this is, uh, it now explains why things like beast men and lizard men are, exists because it's, just like, it's like a lizard man <laughs> thing <laughs> I love that oh, I used to be really like because I was so into all like the gaming and the lore and everything I knew yeah. everything about it I read all the books loads of it and then since I've just become more and more focused on painting then so much stuff comes out yeah I don't I just don't keep up with it and so it, it's hard I mean even like when I was in community you'd get like imagery and there'll be like documents coming out of everything and you just I just couldn't keep track of it I was like you know what I care about Age of Sigma and Warcry they're the only things I give a damn about remembering anything else because just it's back to that rogue old why me names it's back to that rogue old tank obviously we were talking about um, we were talking about uh, Angron actually and I said and you can just see us in the background the corner of that new tank that they bring out for the Imperial Guard and Peachy had only just left and he went what tank <laughs> no idea. I didn't even know there was like new tanks or rough riders or anything there was yeah. a, a couple, when I was leaving you, you used to have something called the dam um, which is like um, 
like a massive archive of everything that was old, mm-hmm. current, and the new stuff coming out. And depending on your access levels, you could look at like things so far in advance. And um, I know that Imperial Guard was coming because we we're like doing looking at doing like some paint guides in the actual schedule. It just said Imperial Guard or Asha Militarum, so I had no idea what it was. And then a couple of the staff I was working with were like, oh, Pete, you should see this. You'll love this. I was like, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. And um, there was like, obviously, the new uh, Lord Solar, uh, whatever yeah. it was, Lean Artist, whatever it was called, because they're like, I'll be perfect for your uh, your eventually I was like, I don't want to look at it. I just don't want, because uh, if I, if anything happens like a leak, it's, people are going to think it's me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of people were trying to show me stuff before I was leaving. I was like, stop. Do not tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> but it was mad. But yeah, so the stuff you can see, and you know, even then, I was just like, the name will come here and it will go out. And I'll be like, ah, it's that knight on horseback for the future, innit? That's who yeah. it is. <laughs> 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 That's the name for him. So, yeah. how did it all start then for you with um, high end painting? What was the, um, the turning point for you? It'd be, it was probably 2014 for when I got the my first layer sword because before that I'd just been doing commission painting things mm. and um like I got a golden demon trophy in 1999 I think it was. oh wow uh, and then I kind of like after I got that I just didn't bother anymore yeah because uh, I was like oh you've succeeded yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, like, over the years I kept looking every night like, because I always was interested in golden demon yeah. so I just looked at them and I kept thinking I can do that yeah <laughs> and then in 2014 um I just thought, right, I'm going to go for it. And unfortunately, my mum was dying of cancer at the time. And I thought, you know, it just, I needed something to focus mm, on. Yeah. And that was it. That, I just thought, right, I'm just going to pour everything into that. Um, and that, I, I, my aim was just to get a finalist pin. Yeah. And then, you know, I got like the Slayer Sword and the Forge Your Best to Show at the same time. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was a little what bit What was shocked. the entry then? Uh, it was a Thanatar. What's a Thanatar? Uh, <laughs> back to that name thing again already, aren't we? Is that a tank? No, it's a robot. It's a big robot. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, I know uh, which one's yeah. It like a big plasma... Uh, oh, I know the one. It works for Admech robots, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're quite cool-looking things, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, so... And as soon as you win a Slayer Sword, um, if you haven't been, like, known before, you're suddenly known. Right. Um, and, you know, just from there, just took off people, like, well, you commissioned this and whatever, and... No, so I just need to win a Slayer Sword then, that's all I'm saying. that easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Unfortunately, the standard has gone up quite a lot now. So. I remember there was a guy who uh, was, I can't remember if it was w- which job I was applying for, but he'd won Golden Demons and it was in his application going, yeah, I'm, I'm a multi-winner of Golden Demons. And it ended up being epic. And it was like no one else had entered that year. That, that's why he got like a gold. Default. Because <laughs> in the interview, like, oh, well, I got this. And like, I remember like the manager doing some research. I have to go, no one else entered. That's why he got a gold. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not employing him. <laughs> no, I mean, it is tricky. There are definitely categories. Even now, there are categories that are harder than others. Like yeah, you do like a single model. Yeah, like I, I would never. Yeah, no, just Lords of the Rings probably a good one for trying to win a. Uh, um, I don't know. know. Some of the stuff people are doing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's the Slayer Sword. Went, like actually, Neil Hollis. He won the Slayer Sword at Adepticon. Uh, the last one and yeah. he entered a little uh, goblin for Lord of the Rings he didn't even get a finalist pin for it wow <laughs> wow I mean I've painted so many of the figures of Lord of the Rings and when you see I don't know Bilbo or Merry or Pippin and they've got eyes but eyeballs so painted yeah. and yeah. you know you're all like the shade and the stuff like that I'm just like I know how small those are and I, I struggle to even see the eye let alone the eyeball so you know it's it, yeah there's no chance <laughs> 
I'd just be big armies. <laughs> There's a category for a big army. I mean, open Might competition is uh, an interesting one because you can literally do anything. Yeah. So, Enter myself covered in butter. Because <laughs> I... I mean, does that fit the Games Workshop I have? It will do. I'll make it fit. I'll wear a helmet. <laughs> it's just the idea. But just one, how yeah. warm are you going to be in that cabinet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they come to Hence look the at you, butter. the butter will be gone. <laughs> and also the lighting just, would be very negative. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why, is Peachy yeah. The, why is Peachy in a cabinet and just a pair of underpants? Yeah. And what's all that over the I floor? Know, I never said I was wearing underpants. <laughs> yeah. So, so with Golden Demon, it's been in the UK for a long time. I think the... Um, that the, the it went over to the US like the past couple of years and has received quite a bit more publicity post COVID, um, and I, I, like it had like a seemed to have a bit more negative feedback online about how it was judged and and people were going like I like I don't know like where have I placed like it'd be interesting if they had like these levels or if you reached a certain quality and this that and the other like how how do you find like the format of the competition? Um. Well, there's some, there's some difficult stuff there. Cause there was all sorts of issues with the American one. And, like, I wouldn't want to say because I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everything is conjecture. Um, yeah. yeah, But, yeah, they, they definitely had some issues with it. Um, but Golden Demon is a very kind of, like, it's a special competition yeah. for me. Uh, it's the one that I'm always the most interested in because I like, you know, I like all the lore and everything. I like the models, so hmm. that's why I do it. And also it's very handy in terms of, promoting yourself yeah yeah um there's some amazing competitions you go to monte Sansovino or whatever but the general public have no idea what yeah. that is so i was about to ask what's that sorry <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the painting there will blow your mind yeah, yeah. Am- amazing amazing pieces so there's a lot of large scale stuff as mm. well um and you know generally it's not games workshop models that you, you would see but um it's all for painters by painters yeah okay. so it's, it's a very different thing whereas gold uh, also it's an open style competition so uh, if you're good enough then you'll get a gold and it doesn't matter how many people do that they can all get gold or whatever oh, okay. okay yeah so it's purely based on your skill whereas if you're a golden demon you can have 10 slayer sword winners in the category yeah it's only three trophies yeah and they could all paint the same model the same way exactly the same yeah <laughs> still yeah. only three trophies so. yeah yeah that makes sense yeah I remember watching Daz do some uh, judging years back and I found that really interesting because I was like looking at the things, I was blown away um, by the quality. But he was like, look, I was like, how do you, how do you go about judging these? It's like, you can't, you've just got to look for which has got more mistakes. Mm. I mean, it's, it's very tricky. I'm not always keen on the looking for mistakes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have, I'm always like, I don't always agree with everything that, uh, you know, the way they judge Golden Demon, but um, there are different styles of painting. Yeah. For, so for example, um, if you paint with light volumes and non-metallic metal and stuff like that and have light directions, uh, I know people think they turn the models upside down to look for mistakes and stuff. Like, they, never, all, yeah. they don't turn models upside down. Once, they're very fragile models. <laughs> so that's just asking for trouble. But also, just the style of the painting, if you look at it upside down, it's going to look terrible. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, yeah. Every metal style might work upside down because it's like a very specific way of painting. Mm, yeah. But other styles just... Yeah, it didn't look right. So, <laughs> well, if it's direction, it's intended to be looked from a certain yeah, way. Exactly. Then, then yeah, exactly. Yeah, so and it's just not fair. To, like, okay, so um, that that bit there doesn't look right. Yeah, because you put it upside down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where do you even start judging a golden demon? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did the ever chosen um, competition, and that was um, a bit different. But Daz was there. A couple of heavy metal guys was there, and I was there. Um, 
And a couple of times I was, I was looking at models and there was three, I remember talking to a guy recently, there was three ones that were going to go to be the, yeah. the, the, you know, the, the top three. And I couldn't quite work out why I like this one more than the other two. And I was like saying to Daz, I like this one more, but I can't work it out. But those ones are cool, but I like that one more. And then he was like looking at it and he was like, it's because of the style and the way it's been executed. Whereas this one is like, it's got non-metallic metals on it, but it's not been, a, it's not been done as well as this guy's non-metallic metals and stuff like that. So I, it was weird. I could identify why I didn't, I'd, I'd yeah. put that one higher up, but I couldn't I mean, it it's, down. it's very tricky with judging competitions as well, because uh, you have to separate your preferences from, mm. like, you know, knowing why something is the way it is. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's always tricky, these kind of things. But like, I wasn't particularly keen on Everchase, and so I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was a terrible idea. It, it was weird. It was weird because it was like global, wasn't it? It was, it was global, but also it was um, a public voting thing in the stores. Yeah. I'm like, well, if little Jimmy comes yeah. along with all his friends, like you've got to have some really good painters, and there were some really good painters that yeah. they got outvoted by some kid with his friend and family. And yeah, and it was all <laughs> digital, so yeah. you, you couldn't um, hold the thing. So how much of that was photoshopped? Some of it. It's not even necessarily photoshopped. I mean, there is definitely touching up going on. Yeah. In the, Instagram photos and stuff like that, but um, just the way that certain styles work when they're photographed and the type of camera they use, the background colour you're using, yeah. just anything makes a big difference. And so you can't really tell how well models paint yeah, in a yeah, Instagram yeah, shot. Yeah, I've, I've touched up models on Instagram. That's because I painted it, took a photo, <laughs> and then seen blue on a shoulder panel. Like, oh, for God's sake. So I, I, I then just copy a bit of the gold and just coat over it and then change it on Sensational the journalism here. Yeah. <laughs> what clickbait title can I put on this? <laughs> Peachy line all Peachy the time. painting fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just don't notice until you've taken the photo. Peachy professors all for Richard Gray. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you're obviously. Oh no! I so I use the photo. Like I'm constantly taking photos of my work, and I look at it because it's easy to see yeah. the mistakes that I've made. Because it, yeah, they're actually I'm painting like very detailed stuff, quite small. Yeah, it's easy to overlook things. And if you could have focused on one area, and then you might have just missed a bit somewhere else. Or sometimes it might look alright when you're looking at it, but I need it to look good online as well. Yeah, so I took yeah. take the photo, look at it, and then like, okay, so I've got to tweak that, that, and that. Yeah, yeah. So it's really handy for that kind of thing. I've been doing that a little bit more these days when I've been doing some of the, uh, there was some Sisters of Sigma I did using the um, Sister Battle Kill Team and I was painting the faces and I'm nowhere near <laughs> talented as most painters out there but it was like, they looked alright because it was like a wash over white so it was quite a pale yeah. face. I wasn't going to do all these blends and glazes and things. Uh, I took a photo and they looked like ass so I was like, oh God, they're going to look awful in photography so I need to <laughs> tweak them a little bit and then, you know, a little bit of like a couple of like thin down coats and stuff I, I got a better result from it but yeah, that was the only time I really did it. I probably should do that more was like just yeah. in the post stuff, take more photos. Um, but I always end up doing this thing where I'm like, oh, I'll do it later, and then I'll take a photo, and then I just post it, and then notice because yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Richard, if we go back even further, are you are you art trained? Uh, I, I am. I am art trained, but I find that it's very tenuous the link. <laughs> so I'm trained as an illustrator, and everyone's like, "That's why you can freehand." I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> same, same, yeah. Um, so for a start off, when you do you illustrate? So, uh, well, it's visual com communication specialising in illustration. And um, when you get to the degree, the first thing you have to do is you don't you can't even do the degree unless you can draw. 
and then they don't teach you anything about drawing. Yeah. They teach you about working in illustration. Mm. Uh, and that's it. You know, if you want to get better, you go off you go, practice your drawing. Yeah. Um, and also, but illustration anyway, people don't necessarily know what illustration is, and it, it not even doesn't have to be drawing. It could be anything, but it's just like you know, making uh, an image to a brief. Mm. And so. It's not going to improve your, yeah, your yeah. freehand work. My, my uni course of illustration taught me how to draw stickmen really well. Because uh, it was all about what what I wanted to do was not really what the lecturers wanted to do. And they were very angled towards children's story. And that, yeah, that's so pretty that was, much yeah. what the course was, was like how to make children's books. Mm. Um, and I was doing like, illustrations of... Uh, Hercules' Twelve Labours, when, when you read them, uh, quite dark and rude. Uh, so like, how do you make this into a children's book? This is, I mean, uh, Aphrodite is born in a throffing sea of penises. That's how it starts. She's just like, okay, uh, this time go, uh, I'll move that bit out. <laughs> just frothing sea. Yeah. Yeah. Frothing um, sea of cucumbers. I just kept taking these pictures back and they, you know, they're, they're like comic book art stuff because I wanted to get to workshop and be an artist for that. That's what I wanted. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? And I, you just go to these, you do all these things and I, I was I, when I got into retail, I was trying to get into it as well, but I'd gotten nowhere. But yeah, in the end, they just kept going. You get this is why I'm okay with feedback, you know, brutal feedback because they yeah. would do it all the time. Going, no, it's not good enough. It needs to be more refined. Simplify it. Simplify it. Simplify it. That was the best thing I ever had. Was when I was at university, I really half-assed a project mm. like, and brought it in, and I got absolutely destroyed <laughs> in front of everyone. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, focus on me. This is crap. Just what were you doing? Is, <laughs> I mean, it's good though, doesn't it? Because yeah. it builds you up a bit for it. I mean, so. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe some people would have broken down, but <laughs> <laughs> you're more resilient. Yeah, I just took it inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ended up just doing. I got to the point where I got so annoyed. I just did a couple of stickmen, took it back, and like perfect. I was like, really? I've paid like nine grand to draw stickmen. Cool. I could have done that at home <laughs> for free. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Where did you study illustration? Uh, UCE Birmingham. Yeah. They've changed the name now. I could have got my degree name changed as well, but I can't bother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. No, go on, no, I was going to ask you the 19, uh, 1999 entry. What, what uh, was that? It was a Slanesh Great Demon, Keeper of Secrets. Oh, the old metal Keeper of Secrets. Yeah, or... so when I got it, was new at the time. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> uh, and actually, um, I was super keen on it. and But the, the only thing was, they'd swap the claws around from the top, from the shoulders to the, oh, to the lower arms. Okay. And I was like, actually... That's wrong. So I put, <laughs> I put them back up and I did like a dodgy um, green stuff thing on it. But the main thing that I did was like the, the style of the painting was all sort of um, patterns merging into. It was kind of interesting, but still like pinks and mm. purples and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I got yeah. silver for that. Thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, good job. Do you lend your, because um, the miniature of yours that I've looked at, I don't know how many times I've gone from, from start to end on it is, when you painted the um, Plague Marine with the spewer. Right, yeah. Oh, the, the, um, the one that's now back yeah, out yeah. again from the... the I want the, box. <laughs> I want the, the plate, plate caster from it. I couldn't get it. Oh, oh. Yeah. He's, uh, he's going for silly money already on yeah. eBay. Because um, he was only available in Japan first time around. Yeah. Um, the thing I was really interested in, which was what I was thinking about with regard to saying you've been your, your training in, in, in art... Um, you choose sometimes colours and make them work where they don't, to me, yeah. seem obviously... I don't obviously understand how you've got there. Like, for example, on that miniature, you do the trim on the shoulder pads, which is meant to represent a sort of older bronze sort of colour. Yeah. And you did it using Games Workshop's run of flesh colours. 
There's a lot of Bugman's Bugman's glow in there to create an, an older bronze. And I, I just don't understand <laughs> on any level whatsoever how you got there. Is that just trial and error or is that um, is that trained in? No, it's looking at reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you look at the pictures of what... You know, so if you... Because I'm assuming Games Workshop won't have painted it, and they'll have used one of the bronze uh, colours, won't yeah, they? Well, they don't very often use non-metallics unless it's for like a special yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and even then, their style of non-metallics is very different to mm. how I do non-metallics. And the, uh, but generally speaking, if I want to paint something, I mean, I've got a good idea now, so I don't use as much reference for a colour because I, you know I can guess what colours I want to use. But um, you know, just go Google what you want, whatever the material is, say, okay, so it's got these colours in it. And you should be able to just look at it and get a rough idea. Like sometimes it's not always obvious mm. because like the where the light hits, like there'll be certain colours at the edges of things, stuff like that. So it, it is handy to get the reference for things like that because that will then translate when you paint the model and people will be able to say, ah, that's that. Yeah. Um, whereas before you might think, oh, that's brown or whatever, but you painted it and they think, so it's a shiny brown, that's not right. I've made my my wife who couldn't care less. I've even made, it was like one night. It was like, look at it. How did he get that? Using <laughs> it's flesh. How yeah. did it get to that? Yeah. And my wife's that's, like, my wife's like, can I go and put the dinner on now? No, no. Look, how did he manage that? No, that's an important point actually, and it kind of bugs me a bit. And it's something actually that Gareth Nicholas said to me as well. Is when um, you're young, you get all the paints, and you think, oh, so it would be like elf flesh or whatever. So, oh, that's for painting elves. Yeah, yes, no, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. just that colour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was really bad for that when I was very young, um, and then I got still older. bad for it now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in retail, people are coming and going. I'm painting elves, and I, I need this flesh. I was like, No, you don't. You need that flesh. And they're like, But that one's called elf flesh. I was like, It's just a name. It's yeah. look for the colour, not the name. Um, and it used to be so frustrating because they were like, someone was painting chaos, and they only got chaos named paints. And none of them made sense to the thing they were trying to paint. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is, yeah. So sometimes the naming convention can skew people's understanding. So maybe Vallejo's way of naming them is probably for the best, maybe. Well, a prime example. I mean, I still argue the name it should be red, but there was Blood Angels Orange. Yeah. yeah. Blood Angels are Red. But then I remember Dave Andrews saying, no, they used to be orange. Well, didn't they used to be Space Wolf Grey? <laughs> they didn't were Space quite Wolf Orange? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Space Wolf Grey was the colour that Games Workshop didn't paint them. Yeah, when they used to do space wolves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we started with the fang, which was like the darkest. Even before that, in the, when grain. I did them, when it was on God knows how many paint ranges ago, back in the late nineties, and there was space space wolves. They the the color they painted them wasn't yeah it was space shadow wolf gray. gray. Yeah, it was shadow gray. Shadow yeah, and gray, I think space yeah. wolf gray was possibly a highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like you know you think again you could be running it, and then you'd end up with extremely pale looking. Yeah. Space wolves, almost like you know, like a like a pastel blue, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah you're right. You've got to try and stay away from the names, yeah. really. I mean, going on to the non-metallic section, actually. So Ooh. obviously, yeah. well, obviously, Pat's already got two knives, so that when the end of this, oh, is we'll, done, we'll have one. Oh, so you're going to fight for the fight knife, for the knife over, <laughs> over this non-metallic metal? It's like, it's like that scene from uh, Batman when the Joker like snaps a porky oh, yeah, in yeah, half yeah. and throws it between those two guys. I mean, <laughs> I, you can do. I mean, I was just going to talk about it. But it's fine. <laughs> oh. God. It's the only reason I turned up today. Yeah. <laughs> 
great. So, in a previous podcast, I had strong opinions about non-metallic metal. You certainly did. I did. Uh, Richard was beside himself in the comments. I know, he said the pitchforks are coming. <laughs> uh, which instantly told me the kind of sense of humour that you've got, which, you know, put me at, uh, at ease. Because it was a contentious thing to say, but it was a personal opinion. It wasn't yeah. anything that was generated. Because I understand the artistry of it. And when I was looking at your um, uh, vampires that you did, mm-hmm. um, like some of the tones and colours, it's almost like the, the, you can see like reflections in it and stuff like that. So personally, it's not my cup of tea. From a, if I sat down and did it, I just wouldn't do it. I'm just I like using silvers and stuff, and I understand how that works. But when you see someone do it well, that's when it's. Yeah. I mean, so I don't problem with people using no, paint. No. <laughs> I don't use metallic paint as well I mean I don't enjoy it as much because, yeah. uh, so you get like little paint metallic flakes in your water jars so you need separate water jars or whatever or you, you do and, yeah or, you, or sometimes you don't and I yeah. do yeah. <laughs> no I did that. I got I did that on a golden demon piece actually I mean it's still got gold for it my um, my warhand tightened but uh, Andy, Andy Wardle looked at it and goes why has it got um, sparkles on it <laughs> Because I intended it to be that yeah, way. I, yeah, I airbrushed a, a filter on it, and <laughs> was it a, 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 like a vampire uh, wall or titan? Yeah, well, it was it in the now, sun, yeah. it was all glittering, <laughs> was going down. I that think it was route. a DJ Mortis one actually. It covered it like a big freehand moth thing on the top of it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to. Oh, I've got something about uh, your freehanding. It's insane. Uh, I'm going to say it now actually. So I was looking at your Sigvald um, when you did it, and I'm recently looking at it. That face on the shield, mad. Have you seen the face on Sigvel Shield? I certainly have, oh, yes. Um, well, if we ever put any pictures up, I don't know, but check out uh, the... Um, Can I abuse Demon your Rich. Instagram for this chat? Is that all right? Yeah. Put your pictures up. Yeah. <laughs> abuse your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so check out Demon Rich. Uh, there's so much stuff there. But yeah, I was like looking at... Because obviously it's all non-metallic as well. It's just insane. So I understand the artistry. I, I have full respect for it. I just can't do it <laughs> which is why I, I mean, hate it's, it. it's, it's jealousy fine, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> your opinion on NMM on NMM is very similar to my opinion on DIY if I can't do it I hate it <laughs> it's rubbish I, it's basically if I'm bad at it I, I hate DIY because I'm bad at it and I'm bad at DIY because I hate it yeah. I'm in that sort of yeah, that circle of it in that, in that vicious cycle, cycle yeah. of it yeah. I think yeah. the main thing is we're coming at it from very different perspectives mm. like so i enjoy spending a long time and the thing about the non-metallic is i have complete control over the like the highlights and reflections and things yeah, like yeah. that whereas with metallics they look great really quickly and simply um and they do look like metal so mm. you know you got and for army painting things it works great as well um but the thing that i dislike about metallics is you don't have a set light point on so if i yeah. particularly for me i like to use you know, light directions and specific highlights on. So if I spent ages highlighting the face and chest from certain angles with different bounce highlights on and I put painted a metallic part on it and then you turn the model and the highlight moves on the metallic and not on anything else you yeah, painted. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't line yeah. up. Um, having said that, I do prefer metallics on Adeptus Titanica stuff. Um, I think the scale yeah. just suits it a bit better. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and you can do some really cool things with metallics as well. Uh, you know, you can paint them sort of like non-metallics, but you have to really knock that. Yeah, I've seen that. There. Yeah, I, I remember a few guys in every metal were doing stuff with blades and stuff, and they use metallics and then like thinning down washes and then like mixing in metallics into it to make like the shimmer on a yeah. blade, and that was insane to see. But I suppose at that point you might as well just do non-metallic metal, right? Yeah, kind of. Um, but it's I think, the same effect, yeah. but yeah. The, the heavy metal team are very limited because they have to get a very specific look for the the model. Yeah. So. Um, and I do feel sorry for them actually because they get a lot of stick, but they're 
they're stuck in what they're allowed, yeah. they're allowed to do, and I can just do whatever I want. And people are like, oh, that looks better than the box. And I was like, no, well, it doesn't for one because I guarantee their painting is way sharper than what I've done there. Like I've done that pretty quick, and it's just a fancy, you know, yeah, yeah. way of doing it. Um, but it just it looks nice in the picture. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose like from a, a process point of view, um, yeah, every metal have a certain style and because of myself and Duncan doing the videos, that's now the style that the new presenters have to, obviously with the faces removed now, but um, they said that this is the Games Workshop style. I never liked it in the first place and I always thought it was a bit rubbish and we've had many comments going, oh, I prefer you now that you've left. I'm like, yeah, because I'm a human. <laughs> Whatever was the, the, the constraints that we had was... It was a big one of them only the other day talking about how much they, they really liked you now compared to... I don't know to, who that is. Oh, there was a, com it was a uh, comment right, just the other okay, day yeah. saying, I, re I really like... Peachy, now he's not there. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was so stale and yeah. uh, like too formal. I think it's too formal. It needs to like be chilled and mm -hmm. like people would praise like, oh, it's a really good sort of. And this was internally like, you know, it's, this is a good style for yeah um, for presenting. I'm, I've never liked it. I've always found it quite yeah stiff. Oh, something fell. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they want a very specific format, mm. uh, whereas they're not so keen on personality. But yeah, people want to see the personality so well the model is key at the end of the day it's not really about the person that's there and that was something i remember always saying was it's about the model it's the same with like the packaging painters and like anything we did for stage by stage it's not about you as the individual painter yeah, it's, it's about it's the, model. the model so and that kind of actually that's the same for me when i do my painting i that's why i don't put my face next mm. i'm not interested in me being known it's the, the painting that yeah. i want to be seen so which was going to be a question, but you've answered <laughs> it. <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> but it's fine. That's that done. Yeah. yeah. Good. So going back to Normatown Metal just for a second, um, do you think that it's um, kind of almost like a necessity for competition painting these no. days? No. Well, I mean, it, um, it helps if you know how to do it. Yeah. Because you... But at the same time, like you can paint heavy metal style and win trophies. Yeah. Like you, or... Well, depending on the competition. Yeah. You know, if you go to Monte San Savino, no, you ain't, you're not going to win a trophy. If you do it Where's that held? Monte San Savino. <laughs> I've never heard of the place. I just say that. No, my, my next level of ignorance is going through. What country is that in, Richard? Uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for putting me in my place. <laughs> We're going to find out there's a small country called that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um... Nice. But, yeah, but um, but like, there's loads of different competitions. But if you do yeah. a Golden Demon, if you paint heavy metal style, and what well, you know to very high standard, but actually it's a bit risky doing it because the heavy metal guys really know that yeah. style, so they'll be harsher on that <coughs> possibly than anything else because Ooh. they can easily spot yeah. if you've not done it quite right. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you have to be really careful doing it. But I mean, I know there's ex heavy metal painters that then to Golden Demon, so. And they win. So, mm. you know, obviously you can paint like that and win. Yeah. Be a problem. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, it doesn't really matter what style yeah. you go for. As long as it's good. But it's just got to be really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but how you judge whether it's really good uh, is always contentious. That's what everyone complains about. Yeah. 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 Um, Some people do get quite salty about not winning, <laughs> but then sometimes it's justified. It's, it's understandable because you put a lot of yourself into the model. Mm. Like you spend a long time like hundreds of hours yeah. painting a model and then if you don't you know get what you think and what the other problem is uh, when you're posting stuff on social media mm. you've got like an army of people telling you you're amazing yeah so 
it can be very easy for people to think, I deserve that. Yeah. I'm that good. Um, but everyone else entering is that good as yeah, well. You know, yeah. So it's it's tricky. Um, and it's easy for me to be like, you know, you've got to calm yourself down or whatever and just accept yeah. these things. But, you know, I've got plenty of trophies. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit older. I've had a lot of experience with it. So if you're a little bit younger and you're not so new to this kind of thing and you've spent a long time on something, I can understand people get very upset. Yeah. Uh, not winning, but just a bit of fun competition at yeah the end of the day. I mean, at the end Doesn't of the day it's and goblins right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we boil it down to its um, bare parts um i did see something recently and i have no opinions on it either way but it was um I'm, I know the painter's name but i'm not going to name drop him just in case they, they get annoyed but there was an america i think it was adepticon or one of the uh foreign events where there was um uh, a golden demon and they used the same piece in UK on Demon with a few changes. Right, yeah. um, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was bad, but apparently a few people kicked off about it. It's like, you know, you've not really changed it. It's the same thing. You've already won one award of it. There was like a load of like noise on Twitter and stuff. I don't really not uh, read Twitter, but I, the day I stumbled on Twitter, I was like, wow. That- yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's lots of different uh, complicated angles coming out of this one. Uh, I do know what you're talking about, uh, so I don't want to be too Yeah, specific. you don't have to answer if you don't um, want to. I don't want to put you in a spot. So... To give you a, a different example, right? So again, Neil Hollis that won the Slayer Sword mm. uh, and had his Dark Angel. That was also entered at GDUK. Mm. Yeah. And he got nothing for it because that was entered in the single model category. Yeah. And it had a big base with a large stained glass window in the background. So this was obviously painted very, very well, but it got moved into diorama because uh, okay. the judges decided that it looked like a diorama. Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't agree. Yeah. It's not yeah. A diorama. It's just a guy standing there. Yeah. Uh, but that was the why well, got moved there but it's not a very good diorama so he got nothing yeah and but then he's like okay so he took the feedback he made it on a small base entered it at Depticon and he got a trophy so he made the correct changes to the model yeah um, and like the painting hadn't changed on the piece it's still like a really well painted piece mm. um, just the, the base has changed but you know so re-entering that kind of thing where you've taken feedback uh, and made improvements I think is a, a good thing yeah because, I mean and remember people have spent ages yeah, on yeah, these yeah, things yeah. so it's understandable that you want to get something from it at the same time if you've got a piece and you've like you've made it and then you enter it in competition it doesn't get anything and you go okay so I'm going to take it somewhere else that I think may be a little bit easier enter it again maybe it doesn't get anything again and then you're like well I'm still going to enter it again and you know it becomes a bit ridiculous yeah so you know <laughs> so I suppose at that point it's like do something start again or yeah. So I get. I, yeah, I guess that if the going with the the diorama side of things, it's like yeah, it, it didn't fulfil the criteria of what that yeah. was expected. So make those changes if you want to get it in. So you put that your heart and soul into it. But yeah, I suppose if I like rocked up with I don't know whatever miniature and kept entering it every year and not, not getting anywhere, I should probably like just paint something new and learn some. Well, the problem is as well. So the standards aren't getting any lower. Yeah. So if you didn't do it one year. Uh, then chances are it's not it's never yeah, going to get yeah anything. yeah um so it looks it starts to look a little bit desperate if you'll just you know keep entering it um i suppose it fills up the cabinets though it, it looks good yeah, with all, yeah. all the and, you know, <laughs> people do like to see that the models as well so i'm always encouraging people because people say oh i'm not going to get a trophy but yeah. there's only three trophies there's people come to me and they say oh i've said people quite a lot but <laughs> But like so, loads of people wanted to look at my vampires, and they, so they get to see them in the flesh. They come up and look at, yeah. and I got loads of feedback 
saying, oh, it was so great to see them in the flesh and things like that. So it's a nice way to show off the models and all the hard work yeah, you've done. It's, yeah. it's basically a celebration of all the hard work. That's what the competition is. Yeah. And so the competition itself, winning the trophies, that's nice. Everyone gets excited and blah, blah, blah. But then after that, done. Yeah. On to the next one. It's a nice mix those vampires are as well because you've got like... Um, um, well, it depends who you ask, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I think they're really... I think they're, um, so, um, I don't know if I... Right, so, um, the problem, as I understand it, with the vampires... <laughs> Is there a problem? I didn't know there was a problem. Right, um... They're from different factions. Oh, who cares? Oh, for the love of God. Who cares? They're, they're vampires. <laughs> so this is not... This is like, oh, I care. This is oh. one of the issues with... Someone um, at Workshop made up some names to give them different factions in, in a new book. That's that's it. But like, so, you uh, one of them, the, like the samurai guy, were, what are they called? The Asgardian? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've recently got those, yeah. Yeah, uh, they look really cool, but he has quite a different aesthetic to the uh, Cursed City vampires yeah. and... Yeah, so I mean, I painted them all like the yeah. same colours and things, but they didn't necessarily match quite as well. Um, and also, like the skin colours, especially the the samurai guy again, he had like a sort of a green, like so he used um, yes, so yeah. green on him. Uh, so he had a slightly different skin colour, and it wasn't necessarily suitable for a vampire for his <laughs> workshop. Oh. But, it, but that it's matters. a fantasy set. I know, so but, it doesn't but matter. That, that matter that does matter. Like I know so many pieces have had issues uh, okay. that didn't place because not to do with the painting, yeah. it's to do with fitting the, the law. The, the law. Oh, in oh, the IP. Yeah. That is oh. something you really have to get yeah. right uh, for Golden Demon, and it's what, that's one of the things that makes the competition unique is that it really has. Like, if you do something the wrong color, like if you do a pink orc, no chance. Yeah. You know that kind of thing, um, and. Pe there's a lot of uh, creative painters that come along and they're like, oh, I want to paint that. And they don't necessarily know the background. Mm. And they'll put this thing in, it looks amazing, gets nothing. And, like, What's yeah, yeah, and then yeah. everyone gets angry, say, what well, that's We need rules <laughs> that, for a reason. Yeah. That's really, because I, I was, I was my, my question that I had, I had prepped was like, you know, I'm a, a, an aspirational painter, I'm keen to learn, and what, what could be some like, apart from joining your Patreon and your website. And, yeah, definitely do that. But. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, what would be your, your tips for someone that's like attending their first golden demon and and that sort of thing and i guess yeah that is law. stop yeah. stealing my questions well that has been brewing <laughs> that's a chap, brewing the, the the chap who i think is czech who on on um youtube he's got he's, a, he's like a black-haired version of me he's got a really big beard and a oh. oversized quiff i can't think of his name um he got a miniature turned down didn't he because he had i can't remember his name the chapter master for the iron hands um, and he no but he's in that big sort of you yeah, know yeah. looks like a tech marine even though he's not and he'd done him with, and he'd replaced the axe and he'd done him where it looked like he was about to put a really large pizza <laughs> in an oven and done like a, a chef's hat on him and it was really nicely painted <laughs> but it was a comedy thing yeah. and uh, and Games Workshop went no we're not accepting that pizza yeah. I have a feeling he would know that that wouldn't yeah be. and it makes yeah. good yeah. it makes good telly uh, doesn't so it so there are but, things uh, people do like Joke entries and things. You, I've seen things where people have done um, the Tau Stelsi classic. Oh, that, although people doing that when I was doing Gone Demon in the nineties, really not, not necessarily with Tau, but, <laughs> but like um, Hobbit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's mad. Oh, funny, but yeah. mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll go back to your question. I just while you're talking about the nineties and stuff, um, one of the things I used to notice about. Uh, Gone Demon was people used it as a shortcut to get into the yeah. um, event. 
how annoying must that have been where you're just like surrounded by all these like models that haven't really been painted properly just yeah, so people can join it yeah. yeah um i don't know because i was only a, like a teenager when i was doing it so um we all kind of like looked the same like yeah, you know, yeah. but i was like trying to peek at everyone so I'm like well yeah you're just jumping the queue placing yourself <laughs> placing yourself as you yeah, went yeah. um I, no, I didn't mind it too much because you actually did get in really quickly. Yeah, they yeah. they <laughs> funneled you straight through yeah, yeah. those queues for miles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was mad. Yeah, I remember someone knocking mine. I luckily I recovered it, but uh, and I, I didn't get anywhere with them, so I, I can't really complain. But um, yeah, I had like a little warlock, and then I did a little battle scene where it was like a couple of Tonians fighting someone dead. And this guy who'd not even bothered painting his bases was just in front of me, turned around with his back, and he ended up knocking him. And I was like, whoa. So I was like, cool. So someone in the queue that was just trying to jump the queue yeah, yeah. just destroyed my entry that I put, like, well, to me, as a 16-year-old, a lot yeah. of time into. Right. Um, I was too old for Youngbloods. So. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's one of my regrets, is that I can't get a Youngbloods Yeah. <laughs> Some people do, though, don't they? They get... Um, so I, I don't know if it's... You know, you can prove it, but there was a really... You used really to the skulls. <laughs> it was really tall. With a beard. There used to be a skulls program where you, if you bought so much stuff, yeah, you used to get skull stickers. Those, yeah. yeah, and you used to get like um, like statues or figurettes yeah. and stuff like that and all sorts of random things. And there was like an orc bust. I remember that one, yeah. Uh, and it was painted really well. And I, 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 I'm certain it wasn't painted by this 12-year-old. But the dad was a good painter. Mm. And it entered and it won gold, I think. And there was like a lot of people like Village, like, village fate style. Yeah. Like I reckon the parents. I mean it did could that. be like an anomaly and they're really, big really good painters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it was ninety six that, that that happened, or ninety seven, it was a year after maybe. But yeah, that was a contentious thing. For Children time. should be made to do a test, shouldn't they? Before they go right, just before we put that in the yeah. cabinet, paint that space yeah. marine edge high like this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Although, yeah. yeah, I mean you've got to remember though, if, if, the, if the parents are really good painters and they teach the kids probably quite a lot as well. Maybe yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So your yeah. question about things to know and yeah, because say like I'm I'm fascinated by like. So improving my painting and being like right okay my, here's my first miniature that was terrible how can I make it better and all that sort of stuff and I see lots of people on Instagram um, say like oh I'm entering Golden Demon for the first time and they do all the updates and this that and the other and then some of them go I got a finalist pin this is the best day of my life and then some of them are just sort of like yeah I'm going to sell my entry nice one um, and, or something along those lines but so if I yeah let's say next year I'm looking to enter Golden Demon like what was apart from Patreon website um, where do I start? Right, so, I mean, they're going to be cliches. <laughs> yeah. Pick a model you like. Yeah. That's the most important thing because you're going to spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. It's a lot of time. And there are models that are better than others to enter. So try and pick one that you like that also uh, looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, so the, there are... Um, different types of models you have models that are very uh, dynamic and they can have like things like blocking the angles and all sorts of harder to paint uh, you can't get so you have to do them in more sub assemblies mm. um, I prefer things that are very open at the front um, I also prefer things that are not very detailed so I can paint whatever details mm. on that I want mm. ah, um, interesting. and in fact that's something that I get annoyed about on a lot of the new models because they're so heavily detailed and even a small model uh, can take a lot longer because the amount of details on it yeah um, and I know that works better with like contrast paints and things like that, but um, for, and they can't make models for my preference. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but it's interesting to hear you say that though, because I've always thought that they're making these models for painters. 
but actually the painters are getting triggered because there's so much stuff yeah. to paint. It takes <laughs> a lot longer. Oh, that's like, so interesting. Yeah. Small, like little yeah. intricate details. You think, oh, I've got to highlight that. I've got to yeah. shade that. And, and everything is a different colour, so I've got to change the paint all the time. It takes so much longer so, going backwards and forwards. So I'm going to ask the question to Workshop now, which is like, why are you making these heavily detailed models? Because army painters don't like them. Golden Demon entry don't it's, like it must, them. It must be like... <laughs> they there's look, a, there's they a, look good, though. There's a bell they curve. Look good, good. But you can knock um, some of the detail down. <laughs> I don't. would like the detail, not back. <laughs> no, it's yeah, funny because yeah. I was the other day putting some... Um, putting some uh, Space Marine infiltrators together and they have they all come with like a little medallion which is just like a, a skull and crossbones that they can hang from their belt. Oh, wow. And I was putting it on. For a start, I was gluing them on and as I was gluing them on, I was thinking, so why am I putting these on? No one will ever see them and I've got to paint them. Yeah. And then I put them on and then I, as, and then as I did, like anybody who's painting relatively quickly, you hit it with the gold and then you hit it with a, a, a flesh wash over the top of it and then just go back and highlight up a little bit. And as I was doing it and thinking about you coming on the show, I was thinking, how long would that thing take oh, yeah. that's, if that's that was going into like, a competition? Yeah. Yeah. What took me three paints and... Yeah. 20 you know 20 minutes at the very very most and some that's drying time for the the wash I think how long must that take if that yeah. you go i'm gonna do say i'm entering a team of five infiltrators for squad and you're going how long would these sort of just all them little medallions take if you're putting them on you know and a it's long time, that's why i probably leave them off <laughs> <laughs> that's why i used to put details off their models yeah. Uh, but that's why I do think they're putting a lot of the detail on for army painters and things like that because you can do something very quick and simple like a quick layer and wash that, on it. And it yeah, I mean, even and they're now. covered in detail. That's the thing. So, whereas a simple model and you do the same thing, it still looks like a simple model. It, it takes me back to like the Empire State Troops and the Great Swords. The Great Swords were more elite, so you use less yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Empire State that. Troops <laughs> were just adorned in skulls, egg timers, cards, pouches. Random femur bones and stuff like that. And just like, why? I don't want to paint all that. Whereas the greatsword, you added it if you wanted mm. to. The option was there. Yeah. And I found that with the new uh, Imperial Guard. I love the new Imperial Guard, but I hate the fact that the satchel is part of the yeah. model. I want that to be loose so I can add it if I wanted to. I don't mind the webbing around like the, the belt and stuff like that, but that satchel was just like, just get, why is it part of it? And it might be to do with undercuts and the molding process, but you've done it with three. They can come off because they're weapon options. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Absolutely, or yeah. Whatever, but yeah, I, d I do find sometimes there's too much detail, and yeah, contrast and washes do help. But it's still, stuff you still want to pick it out. Do it, yeah. And yeah. there's so many nice things to be done by um, by getting rid of detail. Like I, I've been practicing at the moment. Um, Trevorian is mm, his name. Yeah, I he do, his blade guard veteran um, uh, shields. He took all of the Indomitus badge mm -hmm. off the front of it and filed it all the way down and quartered it like an old-fashioned night shield and then battered it all and, and then put uh, decals on it and battered them as well. And I, I'm in the mo middle of trying to perfect the amount of shields that I've been in now to bio strip is, is ridiculous. <laughs> trying to trying to get it, uh, to trying to get it. But you think it is that thing you go, a nice big flat shield, still the correct shape, still with a Marine's hand on the inside of it and the circuitry to make it look like it's powered is great. And that thing of just sitting there taking it all off and giving yourself a lovely big space. I've already decided that when I get my Terminators from uh, Leviathan, I'm going to strip the, um, I'm going to strip the Aquila off all of them and just have the Black Templars decal yeah, yeah. and then sm smash it all up a bit. And because um, I think that just looked more interesting than having them on. And I think it is nice that, well, what you're talking about, having a big flat space that you can yeah. mess around with. Because especially now, because I'm no freehand painter but gw and other companies as well but some of the, the, 
the decals knocking around now are so good. Yep. They really, really are decent and they're, and designed in such a way that you're overlapping them with other ones at the same time give really good effect. But you need a big flat space to make yeah. the most of them, don't you? So there used to be, uh, well, still an adage now, which is like faces and bases and stuff like that. I suppose we go on team and it's faces and everything else, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you can't just like do and the base al- And altering your bases if it's a, yeah, if it's a dark angel course, for, yeah. for Golden uh, Demon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's no, interesting though. Um, yeah, painting the model that you like because I sometimes just paint stuff because I want to use it in a game. Um, but yeah, if I was to enter a competition, I think, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because you'll be more engaged with it makes a lot of yeah. sense simple um, but I mean as, as an aside when you're talking about uh, decals and you know tips for golden demon and things uh, people always think of oh, freehand because they see people like me doing freehand on models stick a decal on it mm. the decal has to be flawless so you're not allowed to see any of the film or anything like yeah. that Yeah, the judges don't care Yeah, it just it's not what you do I mean it, you know it's the end result that counts Yeah, yeah. so if you can do like a flawless decal on the model and it looks really good You'll probably do better than someone that's done freehand. Yes, unless you can do freehand as well as a decal. Yeah, yeah. it's going to look worse. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. That oh, that's very sense. interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Making the most of your microset and microsol there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've done a bit, obviously over the years, lots of painting, and weirdly recently, one of my most proudest paint jobs has had hardly any effort put into it, which was I did a warband for Warcry. Um, and it was, I spent three hours on the uh, the warband. I did like a little bit of converting. I turned these Cypher Lords according to like a bit of Slashy. It's like some Slashy Demon Rider guys called, um, I forget what they're called now. Um, uh, Bliss Barb uh, Seekers. Riders. Seekers, yeah. yeah, that's the ones. So I used their ninja heads and then their cool Grecian helmet heads on, on these Cypher Lords. And it took me like an hour to do three of one type, an hour to do another three, and then an hour to do the two characters. And I'm the, the most proud because I just use lots of contrast and washes and really thin them down. And I've done like warbands that have taken a couple of days to do. And then these, I'm just like, why do I like these more? I was like, hardly any effort. And it's the paint that's done all the work. Have you ever had a project where you've like put less effort in, but you, the reward has been yeah, greater? Um, it's sometimes they just photograph really well. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, I've had that, yeah. In life, they look like... Yeah, I like that. So I've done all this scribbly stuff. Like, oh, that'll do. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that is fascinating, um, yeah. And it, is, it is an issue, especially with things like non-metallics and stuff like that, because you can get really effective looking, because you can get that sort of scratchy, battered look mm. very quickly. Uh, and it photographs, because of the way the camera works, and so like the shine is like a, an energy, like, you know, when you look at it through the screen, mm. so if it's white, it glows. Obviously, it doesn't do that when you're mm. the model, mm. but it blends it together in the photo because of that. So you get this very quick, scratchy effect that looks amazing in the photograph. That's mad, yeah. Um, but that, that part of my problem is that you know I spend a long time painting the models because I'm trying to make them look good in the photos and yeah, in reality. And yeah. it kind of it's it's a bit weird because so you can do models that look bad in reality, good on photos. You can do them the opposite; mm. they look great in reality and bad in photos and this is also why people complain about what wins because everyone's judging it based on the photos yeah, yeah. And yeah. they photograph terribly don't yeah. they really do um, so it's, it's a very tricky thing and it's why I don't listen to many people when they complain yeah, about what yeah. wins and what doesn't yeah we had um, um, an army I put on Twitch years ago we did like a bat report and I'd done a steam tank and I sprayed it gold and I washed it and that was it and I probably dry brushed a bit silver 
But the light they must have used when they had it on the 360 made it look like, the, like I'd spent ages layering all mm-hmm. these like really pearlescent golds onto it. And, like, it made the light just glitter off. And everyone's like, what yeah. gold did you use? How did you make that? In reality, it's a bit dull. Yeah. But on that 360 as it was going around, it looked amazing. I, I, even I was like, can I get that footage? Because <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Sometimes it is like you a really bad, not a bad paint job, but not your best work, yeah, but the, just, the photography. It's just a specific something that's mm. just caught the, the camera nicely. Yeah, crazy. How much, um, I don't know, I'll rephrase. Um, how do you choose like the the backgrounds that you have for the images and the um, photos that you take? And Well, if it's for a Warhammer community article, it's got to be white. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is always a pain because none of the pro painters like to use white backgrounds. No. <laughs> uh, but it is kind of interesting as well because depending on the, the background, it makes a massive effect on the look of the model. Mm. And uh, so you know, it just you know, changes like exposures and uh, any time I see someone that's got a black background, I'm like, you're, you're cheating there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it really makes a difference to how the model looks yeah. when you see it in reality. Uh, my preference is like a grey or like a darker grey thing uh, because that will allow you to see the highlights against it and the shadows. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like just a little bit darker oh. so it makes the highlights pop a bit more. Um, but yeah. As long as you can try and make it work against any background, you're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, I've seen like people like do little tutorials on how to like do photography on black backgrounds. We're working in workshop in the photography studio. It was always shots on white, but yeah, grey it seems to be quite suits you down to a T, doesn't yeah. it? Really, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because I get a few questions about photographing miniatures, and and to be perfectly honest, it's not something that I've done like very much of because it's like I get. As long as I get videos, not photos, in mm. here, and I'm like, well, I want blurry stuff in the background because that looks cool, yeah. um, and just make sure that it's brighter and this and the so other. I found something yeah. really weird recently when I've been posting stuff on Instagram that my shots on white do all right, but but they're not like high end paint jobs. They're, they're unit paint jobs, army paint jobs. But when yeah. I do them in a setting with a bit of a backdrop, like the woods and the trees, or like the ruins and stuff like that, because it's got a setting. And they're in it, and I usually have like some adversaries around it. It seems to make all the difference with like engagement and stuff. Yeah, uh, no, it's kind of weird because there's um, a really good painter called Garfi. Oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he does very Games Workshop style settings, but they're amazing. Yeah, so his well photography is really good. But yeah. he doesn't get that much traction for the photos yeah. because people think he's just posting Games Workshop. Yeah, yeah, style. yeah. <laughs> it's mad. It, like oh. all his painting is so good, and like yeah, his photography is like it should be in the books. Yeah, but it's not the. Yeah, it's not official. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mad. Um, it, I think it was, I want to say HMV, it's not, it's HVM uh, Workshop, it's called, and they do lots of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And their painting looks very much like Citadel Standard, but they make all these really cool uh, photography mm-hmm. backdrops and stuff, and they look like the movie settings as well. And I love seeing their stuff. So, Garfi, those guys, yeah, they're, they're like my... Um, I haven't looked at that. Let's check it out. Yeah. That kind of stuff, yeah, very nice. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've just found, because I'm an army painter, Yeah, having a setting, like on a board so it looks like it's a, a publication yeah. photog- photo it, it fits better so and also it was that kind of stuff that got me into it for us for a start you know mm. the, the set the, the photos like the the big armies facing yeah, each other yeah. on the, always on the back of the magazines where i was like oh, that's, oh that's amazing like my first one it was like uh, it was an epic battle and i think it was like chaos versus eldar or something else like, oh, that's yeah. amazing it takes me back yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that stuff um have you got a, a top sort of pick of miniatures that you've done over the years that you like the, these the well, well not even a pinnacle just like yeah that or, I'm super proud of that one or like top no, no, no. every single one once it's done 
Next one. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. 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 Um, also, because you spend so long looking at them mm. and you kind of get sick of looking at it. So mostly I'm not interested in them anymore. Once they're done. Maybe like a year later or whatever, I'll come up mm. and look at it and go, oh, actually, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Not, not interested. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like that with, with some of my edits. I'll rush, like if I'm under a lot of stress, I might be like, oh, I just need to get it done. It's out there. And I'll put it out and I won't watch it because I know I'll hate it because I've spent loads of time looking at it. And then I'll come back to it six months later and go, actually, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose, yeah, once you craft like videos when I've made them, mm. I, I watch them just to be critical for the first yeah. time. After that, I don't watch them again. Yeah. Uh, because I'm like, cringy. <laughs> and the wife's watching in the background like, turn that off, turn it off. Um, I, I have that completely the opposite way around being a barber is that someone has a haircut, they leave, I have to start worrying about the next one. And then when I'm sitting in a quiet moment and someone walks past my shop and I'm thinking, why haven't you styled it the way I showed you? Why isn't that worn the way I was meant to be worn? So I, I am quite good at forgetting about it and then rem- and then see it and see people being slowly destroyed. So my understanding of things comes from a completely flip side of that. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Bonkers. I have gone up before saying compliments of people and gone, that's how, I, that's how it's meant to be worn. Well done. <laughs> so you predominantly do workshop stuff? Yeah. Um, do you do anything else? I don't, I don't think I've seen anything that's not workshop stuff. I've done a bit of Kingdom Death stuff. Hmm. Um, it's the main thing is they, I get the models. So yeah. also, because yeah. like I grew up with it. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. I love the Lord of the, you know, the background and uh, the models and things. So, you know, I'm being sent them, I love the stuff. So yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> what do, do does the thing you need? Yeah. Favorite faction or Ooh, force or? Uh, I like Nurgle a lot. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I like Imperial Fists too. Wow, he's mm. but I, like so. I, I was painting because of the heresy. I was painting a lot of Imperial Fists. I did actually paint a whole Imperial Fist army Ooh. before, like I got you know well known. Um, so you know, I really like the Imperial Fist, but. I'm always like, oh, angels of death. I love the blood angels, and I did some dark angels, and I'm like, oh, but I just like the lore of everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I I became more aware of your videos um, because of like the heresy stuff, yeah. um, and it was really interesting. I, I guess because you you'd painted some imperial fists with an airbrush and oils, and must have had a plethora of comments saying, "Could you do it without an airbrush and oils?" Yeah, um, well, it was a dreadnought, it? wasn't it? And you did dreadnoughts and and some like that the marines and stuff and it's really really interesting yeah well it doesn't matter what way i do it people will be like can you do it this way instead <laughs> yeah yeah can yeah. you do it the way i want yeah um, I, mean, yeah. We, I don't know if you get this but sometimes we'll, we'll be like putting videos out there or we'll do a poll of like random like imperial guard regiments to be painted and there's always gonna be someone that picks some really obscure thing that's been mentioned once in a book he's like who other than you who else is gonna yeah. get a value out of I, that I mean, so am i gonna spend a whole week painting this and then do a like a couple of hours of voiceover work just so that you could watch this yeah. <laughs> well, the, one, the one that made me laugh was when you did that really cool two-parter of Imperial Guard regiments that had either had models and didn't have models anymore or ones that were named and yeah. had a little bit of art and you turned them into a living thing and they were really good and the idea was to do things that had fell off the radar or had never ever quite got on the radar in the first place and then there was people responding going why haven't you done Steel Legion you know because they've got models <laughs> well it's not why just that but I mean there was, there was Death Corps Creek wasn't it and um, yeah. it's like well 
I've done videos on losing warmer TV and yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot like, out there already. Yeah, the whole thing yeah. was it was about you converting things up, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, And it was people asking for things like you could just go and still lay your hands on. It was like you, it is difficult to please. But you've been told you're not very good at glazing. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pe- that was around that sort of time. Yeah, I love that. Um, love oh, it. you don't know what glazing is. You don't know how to glaze. And it's it's really weird because I talk to a lot of golden demon painters and things, and we all do it the same way. You know, you just add water to your paint, thin it right down, yeah. load up your brush, rub off the excess, layer on the model, it'll dry really quickly because there's yeah. hardly anything on the yeah, brush. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's all it is, yeah, you just yeah. do that over and over. That's how I understand yeah. glazing, yeah. Thank Christ, I thought I was doing it wrong, I thought I was going to go with some <laughs> so methods I didn't are, understand. things like glaze mediums and things, so you can have things yeah. like to slow down the drying time or just to add, um, like, so, so it's more like a thicker uh, medium, so the paint is just thinned out and so you could do it you're doing the same thing but you're yeah. putting more on the model or whatever um and i think because there are glaze mediums people think that's what a glaze is and yeah. if you don't do that you're doing it wrong yeah no. <laughs> i recently bought some glaze medium oh did you yeah I mean, there's glaze medium, but just um, i was interested to see what the difference was <laughs> yeah I, I mean i'm trying to add as little to the model as possible yeah. because i want the very smooth finish on the surface yeah so you're adding extra on top of that by adding glaze medium to ah it. interesting yeah 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 glazing for me was not something i'd ever considered i remember there was an old white dwarf no it wasn't a white it was probably even like an army book um, we're talking like 90s and it d- showed glazing it was like a bore that had been dry brushed and then they did like a chestnut glaze over it and it just changed the tone of the fur that was my first instance of glazing never touched it because i just didn't know what like how to do that and I didn't have the inks and the washes at the time or inks because they weren't washes and then I started working and Daz was there and I was doing some orc skin I was just struggling because it was like dark like really dark green green and then really light green he was like oh you need a glaze I was like what the hell's a glaze and he sat there and showed me I was like they always use the term like consistency of milk and in my head I'm just imagining a white liquid but I've got green here I'm like how how uh, so it took me ages but once I got my head around it it was like ah oh, yeah and I don't use it that much I'm not like um like sugs yourself where and I need to I suppose like for faces to get better sort of like well smoothness to it but yeah. I mean, so part of the problem with painting faces like the heavy metal way is that you're picking out all the raised surfaces mm. and then leaving the recesses and it gets you get very high contrast details that go on there so particularly for painting female faces yeah. or women's faces uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the last one <laughs> 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 I think you're I think you're, you're safe with female faces but uh, because it's different types but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the like the Generally, need to be softer, so you mm. don't want the, like a really yeah. harsh, like creased lines and things all over it, and so it tends to not work as well. And that's where the glazing really helps because yeah. like you're just doing softer layers, and you're kind of like ignoring the details, just glazing over the top, and you get like a very smooth look to it, still being highlighted. Yeah, yeah, that, that's really interesting. Yeah, because certainly like, you get like really defined cheekbones on on the dudes, and Eldar yeah. tend to be quite tricky because they are all quite pointy on their the cheeks and yeah. quite you know defined but yeah that's an interesting observation i'll make do you find that when you're uh, like painting with light volumes that you're not edge highlighting quite as much or uh yeah i, I mean you do need some edge highlights because yeah. otherwise you can have things that look kind of like drift off into nothing yeah uh, so uh, because also remember you're painting a small scale still yeah and on larger scale things you can do more subtleties and you're not gonna you can make it more like realistic but when it's a small scale you still need to be able to pick out some of those details mm. 
just so you can see them. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of like compromise a little bit on what you, you want to do, but um, don't go too heavy on the edge highlights because they'll overpower the the light volumes that you painted. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So because I, I I was watching, um, I've been watching quite a lot of Cult of Paint recently, um, and they do a lot of the volumes and then one of the recent ones who's painting some blood angels and he was like yeah just let the volumes do the work and i just edge highlight with chipping and i'm like sounds awesome <laughs> I mean, another thing about weathering is that so people say i can't freehand or whatever but you can use weathering like freehand yeah you're still, you're still painting on the model and you use the weathering in an artistic way it's not just a case of smashing on a load of chipping or whatever uh if you are specific and where you place it you can fill in areas like you can have like a big empty space oh i need to make that look good a little bit of weathering on like an asymmetrical part and it just fills the area nicely a bit of empty space yeah detail things mm. like that so i always love seeing like um textured cloth when like people do like either like velvet or they do like the ratty tatty sort of leather yeah coats and stuff and i try and do a little bit of that it's never accomplished to the same levels but it, i do find it adds usually get quite a large flat area with ropes a cross hatching just lives the mix yeah scratch, whether you're doing burlap or you're doing like mm. any kind of like nice uh, silk i don't know where i'd start to do that but it's just nice because it fills those voids especially mm. if you're struggling to like get your blends as like, like someone at my level you can just use that to, yeah to, to add a bit of interest to it i get really excited actually by different textures on mm. surface, different surface types on the models and uh, well your <laughs> deathwing terminator is yeah. a great example of that because you, you look at the the cream and it's got like all those subtle mottling but then you've got all mm. the chip on the edges and stuff and that nice bullet shot crack on there yeah. is it a shoulder pad you've done yeah. yeah yeah I really, like, really that. like that yeah because yeah. I'm, I'm getting to a stage where you might be able to just see in the corner like I've got some custodies on the go and I'm getting to a stage where I like have to paint a lot of red and loads of it's cloth and yeah. I'm just like psyching myself out and I'm like should I just wash it or it's like so how, how do you paint red cloth Richard <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, get the paints out. Yeah. <laughs> you can show us firsthand. Yeah, it, it depends. It would just depend entirely on the model and the yeah. look I'm going to go for. Because the other thing is that there are very few set ways of painting. Yeah. Because you have to look at the whole model as one piece. Mm. Yeah. So if you have like an atmosphere that you want to achieve or a lighting setup that you want to achieve on the yeah, model yeah. you can't be like oh so i'm doing a red cloth so i'm going to paint it red because what if you've got a blue light hitting it mm. well you're going to be struggling then so, uh, so i haven't thought that far ahead <laughs> you be like, red don't you yeah red. yeah yeah i think i should red well, and this is something that's taken very much from every metal people like what's the recipe yes how to paint red? yes and yeah because that's how games workshop teach they want the very like layered straightforward do this 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 mm. But I don't paint like that. Mm. I'm going backwards and forwards, uh, you know, checking things all the time, tweaking it. Um, is it too bright? So I'm going to knock it back a bit or, you know, it, and that's more the, the way that like competition painters work. It, it's not. Yeah. And it's it's why I don't like doing PDFs so much. Everyone's asking for PDFs because mm. yeah. I can follow yeah. that because I do that, that and that. It's like, but nobody's painted like that. Even if you follow a PDF, yeah, yeah. they might have done it sort of roughly like that, but they've still gone. Mm, does that look right? Maybe just go back yeah, and tweak it. And that, I do find that interesting from like certain my point of view of like doing stuff for workshop and doing stuff here is I, I have to be very because we, we we I write a script and we follow steps. But if I'm at home, there's a lot of in between. Yeah. Whereas here, I'm, it's instructional. It's getting things to a certain point. But like there'll be a highlight, and I'm like, that's a bit too stark. I'll just mix a little bit of that in and knock it back a bit, or yeah. just you know glaze over the top of it and stuff. And I suppose 
that could just be one day a video that we just do where I just sat there painting the thing mm. to completion and like the yeah. little things I do in between it. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, we we supply the script, which is our PDF. If people want to follow along, yeah. which kind of works. But then I think the thing about the PDF is that they can very quickly just get the mm. bullet points down quickly. There's just just pure information. Whereas if you've got to watch a video. If it's like a complicated thing, it's a lot of information to yeah, go through. Yeah. But that information's all important. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we did that when, you know, doing the yellow. We, I just watched it a few times and, yeah. I mean, obviously I didn't succeed. <laughs> I will say that the one that you picked wasn't ideal because no. the techniques I used were very suitable for the space between because it was very open and clean. Yeah, so this, you can get the big brush and the stippling and it's sort of... It's, this is more serrated yeah, sections, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. No, yeah. ends up more like a dry brush. I have used that more though because I was doing it on cloaks and stuff and like random things where I just like do lots of thin layers and stipple on it. It gives it a nice texture to the cloak yeah, and stuff yeah. and I really, I really like that. I would never have normally done that. that doing that whole video video taught me loads more stuff from like you using pink as an undercoat for yellow yeah yeah all these other things so i i, I quite like doing those kind of videos where yeah. i have to go out and like see what other people are doing and yeah. steal your ideas yeah well then, everyone steals ideas well, no yeah. one comes along paints a space marine as if they've never seen a space marine before <laughs> yeah they've seen a lot of space marines so <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah do you watch anybody on YouTube, do you do you have a um, go? Who's well, your? Clearly, I watch you. But... Well, well, obviously, Peachy. Yeah, of course. Um, no, like usually when I look at a model, I can see how it's painted. So I, I'm not worried so much about learning things. Uh, although, like I, I might, you know, watch a bit here and there if I think something looks really interesting. I want to see exactly how they've done it. Um, but yeah, I don't watch anyone specifically for the painting because. Do you watch anyone just for, for the sake of having anybody having somebody on, or do you just do you feel like Most, it? Mostly, I have horror films on in the background. When <laughs> <I'm painting. laughs> nice. <laughs> Favorite horror film? Oh god. Um, I think you know. Sometimes I watch these films. And I can't even tell you what's happened in the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose if it's in the background, I mean, I've been watching like uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine a lot, and yeah. there's like, a whole load of episodes. I, I'm I've been painting some stuff at the minute, doing like some uh, stormtroopers and stuff. And I'm like, how the hell have Peralta and Rosa got put in prison? Hang on, what have I missed? Why are they in prison now? Because yeah. it's happening, you're like, you're taking it in at the time, but then it just goes. So it's like, nothing gets me through painting a corn berserk. I like knowing 12 college kids have died in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I pause every now and then when I hear the screams. Yeah. <laughs> Does that really help you die? Yeah. When the music goes up a few, yeah. you go, ah, oh, hang on a second, yeah. let's see what's going yeah. on. Although I do get irritated with how dark everything is because I've got my painting light on so I can't see the screen very well. Uh, yeah. See, that that is ballsy. Listen, watching horror movies in the dark on your own in a room. I think I've hardened myself to watching <laughs> too many. Yeah. They're just entertaining. I'm trying to think of the, the horror film that scared me the most. Uh, it's probably going to be like, there's a computer game that did. Uh, I wouldn't play it again. Um, Go on, which was what? Uh, Fear. Oh, oh, the oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the little very, girl. Very jump scare. Wasn't oh, so yeah. Dead Space was mine. But the thing, I think, yeah, the Dead Space. Dead, really, the first Dead Space freaked yeah. me out. But the thing with fear, they've remade it, that recently. I know. I'm it told get you it. when you were coming to an area that was paranormal because your yeah, your little yeah. thing went like into white noise. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then you'd be like, oh, it's coming. And then you're constantly waiting for it. And then it just happens when you're not expecting it. It was yeah. so well written. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I never finished that game. Rubbish. Yeah. 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 Could you like slow down time in fear? Yeah. Yeah. Like my favourite thing is like one of the weapons was like a big nail gun yes and just nailing Nailed the guards yeah. to like gantries and stuff like that yeah. just like the ragdoll yeah. thing was amazing but yeah I remember charging that little girl with the long hair mm. in a gantry no it was um, an air, air duct and it was all on fire and she's running like, scuttling towards her I was like ah! 
she had a shotgun <laughs> while I was running towards her. I don't remember if I died then and then I had to reload, but I can't remember that. Yeah, that's how I dealt with my fear, was charge the thing and die. <laughs> the most scared I've ever been by a horror film would be uh, Aliens when I was a little kid and I could hear my parents downstairs. I wasn't watching it, I could just hear the sounds. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, so I asked my mum, like, what was that? And she says, they're like giant spiders. And all I got in my head was like, these giant spiders <laughs> screaming. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my early horror, as in like stuck with me and scarred me, was um, my mum and dad had gone out and must have been like some kind of do with my dad because he, he's ex-army so they used to do like these reunion things and my older brother Mark was looking after us and he decided I mean I was seven my sister was six he was like I'm going to put Nightmare on Elm Street on <laughs> oh yeah that was quite sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what it was it was like because we watched all sorts of things like Cocoon at that time and still yeah. so oh, I yeah. was watching it and I cried and uh, I was like hiding mum and dad came back and they could see like both me and New School traumatised my brother got told off yeah. we were upstairs and mum was trying to like calm us down and my brother comes along later on that night and goes I'm really sorry I didn't mean to scare you I've got a picture that'll make you feel better and <laughs> if you've ever read Dragonlance there's a character called uh, Lord Soth who looks like a knight but he's all out in black and he's got like red glowing eyes and he's got these skeleton riders. It's pretty much like the Nazgul. And he puts that picture right next to my bed. <laughs> so there's a guy in like black with like glowing red eyes and another skeleton horse rider's charging. <laughs> and he's just there like, ah, ah. <laughs> I just cry myself to sleep. with me, I? with horror, I don't, the jump scare's never the thing. It's always more if it, how much you, fr- I prefer being freaked out the more than, thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. one of my, one of my favourites is, um, it's an old 1970s uh, haunted house horror with George C. Scott called The Changeling. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen it. it Sounds games I, work. You should I, be taught more. I've seen it and I can't It's a guy, a guy's meant to move into this new house with his, he's a writer, he's meant to move in with his wife and his kids and mm. within the first 30 seconds of the film they, they pull over with a flat tyre and a truck goes off the road and his, his, the rest of his family other than himself are killed and he still, he still moves into this house anyway and then you find out the house is haunted and there's a whole bit where... Um, um, a, the house is haunted by a child and there's this this ball rubber this rubber ball which belongs to his daughter keeps ending up in places where he doesn't want to see because he, he, yeah. and he finally has enough and he, he he drives out a good couple of miles and he throws it into the river and he comes home and he slams the front door shut it's like that's the end of that and it bounces down the stairs wet <laughs> and it's you know it's not a jump scare moment but yeah. it's just one of those bits where everything on your body just stands yeah, up and, oh yeah, that's yeah. just too weird I, you know? I do like when it's your brain that has to do a lot of the work yeah and I yeah, remember the, there was some. the was Changeling's called, worth a watch if you've not seen it it was oh mid 2000s like 2005 2006 something like that and it's called The Creep and it's like London Subway oh it's a great film a great great it's great film see the thing it's like a really sh- khaki looking golem yeah like, it I'm is, not scared right. anymore no that's right yeah. up to that point when you didn't see it you're like this is terrifying and then you see it like oh well it's the Jaws effect isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. I always say to you know anybody that's young who has never seen Jaws and I'm talking to them about it, I go I, I know, just ignore the rubber shark at the end yes but it's, it's a great film just <laughs> try not to think about Mind the you, rubber like, shark I, I watched Jaws as a uh, Jaws kid. is one of my favourite films I was films. scared to have a bath <laughs> <laughs> yeah Nightmare on Elm Street did that to me as yeah. well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah terrifying it's, it's oh, the only man. that you know I don't believe in messing around with classics but I do sometimes think 
I wouldn't mind if somebody really could CGI stuff could go in and maybe just fix the end of Jaws. I think yeah. that would be quite good. I don't good, know, some of the abominations to do with CGI. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Well, has, yeah. anybody, has anybody seen The Meg with uh, Jace oh, Ham's Stay Ham? got a sequel coming out. Yeah, yeah they, they have, do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the only thing I loved in The Meg was the bit that always made me laugh for the most is that he's been involved in this... Um, submarine rescue hasn't he that's gone terribly wrong and he's wallowing and and he's like he's the guy asleep at the bar in thailand or wherever it is and the the waitress will come over and then takes the empty bottle out of his sleeping hand and puts another one in it and he's gone to rack and ruin still with a six-pack and oh, yeah, looking yeah, amazingly yeah. going why can't i suffer grief like that when <laughs> I, look like that. Yeah. I can't have a major amount of grief where i come out of it by being a massively terrible alcoholic with a six-pack and still looking amazing yeah <laughs> i'm because you're not be- jason Statham. i'm beside yeah. myself in my alcoholism but i'm just gonna go and give it a quick three hours in the gym yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's genetics yeah. uh so it's- horror films to, to keep your company good choice yeah, yeah. i tend to be I, I always have some of the sight I can use look in my mind's eye so like Lord of the Rings watched it a hundred times or Sharp or whatever so that's always there so I don't have to look up but yeah Battles for me Screaming for you yeah. uh, Taskmaster for me Taskmaster yeah. for you Com- Although I do Taskmaster silence. ruins me because sometimes I'll be edge highlighting and people say it about our show because a lot of people watch us to paint and I will just be about to highlight something and someone will say something and I'll just go off put my brush down yeah, and, yeah. and give it two minutes till the laugh and passes on that I just <laughs> watch comedy when you, you're trying to paint yeah um, and I'm boring and painting complete silence. You do, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. do that sometimes. Sometimes you need it. Yeah. A bit yeah. of silence. Uh, we have some Patreon questions. I was going uh, to ask. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think I think they're, they're generally all all right this time. Um, <laughs> What's your favourite mashed potato? <laughs> yeah. What's your favourite cheat? We'll ask it because someone's I don't even forgot. like mashed potato. <laughs> oh, oh, that is good. <laughs> favourite potato cooked? <laughs> uh, it could be a roast potato with like lots of fat on it yeah <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah I forgot really to ask good. it so I'll ask it what's your favourite cheese ooh uh, I do like cheese um, <laughs> maybe camembert camembert's oh, good yeah. good strong answer because someone's forgot to put it in it's normally yeah. somebody normally always yeah. has so, Micah, isn't sort it? yourself out patrons um, <laughs> now they're all outside enjoying the sun yeah um, don't blame them yeah yeah, but uh, no, it's generally generally okay. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday. Actually, we were like sweet potato fries. Like, are they worth the upgrade? And everyone said no. Mm. <gasps> um, oh, do you I like a sweet potato? potato? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind it. I, I like mashed sweet potato. Oh, there we are. You do like mashed, just not normal mashed. Interesting. Not Maris Piper. You're not yeah. a Maris Piper kind of guy. Uh, so that Mr. Chai says all the hard hitting questions on this show. Richard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he says that Richard is my uh, painting hero. If him and uh, Angle Goraldez did the fusion dance, you'd probably end up with the exact painter I aspire to be. <laughs> My question, um, what drills can you suggest for developing the delicacy of touch needed for top-level painting? Also, smoothness. Any exercises for helping to develop smoothness in transitions? Exercises? Like just practice a lot, but you do need to brace your hands and arms so what yeah like, i've always got my wrists on the edge of the table when i do it and also like you can rest on like your fingers so i'm quite often like this mm. i've got my little finger as a support while yeah. I'm holding it so things like that are very handy interesting um, yeah apart from that practice <laughs> <laughs> yeah just do it um do you ever sit down can i just chuck in do you just yeah. find breathing as well part of that yeah like try not to hold your breath too much because yeah yeah it's kind of like a sniper <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> but, uh, you, know you, you do you do te- you do it automatically yeah yeah, focus, yeah. 
Yeah, fantastic. Um, you obviously love the hobby and you are a very talented painter, but... Oh, oh dot, dot, dot. Not metallic metal? No. The drama. <laughs> no. Uh, do you ever sit down and think, bloody hell, I wish, in, I wish I didn't have to be Richard Gray today. Do you have a secret slap chop obsession? Who's <laughs> 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 asked that? Who's, who's that? Uh, that was James. It nice. made me laugh when I read that. It was very good. I love uh, the idea of you just going, I'm not being him today. <laughs> Pe- no, so peel off your And this is where actually you're a better painter than me because I really struggle to in to, to do army painting in general. Mm. Like I just and this is why when you look at the Imperial Fist stuff, each one's like painted differently. They get like a similar result at the end, but mm. I just get bored doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh so I, I don't know why I can't do it, but I just like I, I can't I need to just paint things differently all the time. Yeah. Um yeah, what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say we found a clickbait title? <laughs> Peach is a better painter than Richard Quinn. <laughs> there we go. I strong disagree. So it was, um, uh, I guess, do oh, you have... Yeah, do I have a secret slap chop obsession? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that for what it is, but I have no interest in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't doing like that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. I, I'm the same with airbrush and I struggle yeah. so much. Interesting. Uh, I won't give the name away on this one just yet, but it says, Yay, Rich, give him my regards. Make sure you exclaim, Richard Gray, why, uh, with Screechy Beatles fangirl enthusiasm while he's calmly eating breakfast. He loves that. And that is from Darcy Bono. Hey. There was two people I was going, but yeah, she... Uh, <laughs> She's great. No, she... Um, when we're doing the Horace Heresy thing, because she was invited yes. as well, and I was there, like I tend to sit on my own, eat my breakfast, have my coffee, and then she was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "She is full on yeah. <laughs> But we love you, Darcy, yeah. for it. We love you. Oh, she's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is great. Like you said, you have it. Like when Golden Demon Painters um, post stuff on Instagram, you said they have an army of people saying that yeah. their work's really good. Uh, Tyler says you are absolutely incredible. Um, uh, the style on your miniatures reminds me of Baroque paintings. Do you have a background in art at all, or at least draw inspiration from it? So I guess we talked about your uh, illustration yeah. background. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. I love there the word go. Baroque as well. Such yeah, a good yeah. word. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, what demon did Richard sell his soul to for his amazing talent? They Can he share that. their phone? <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> Can he share their phone number? Yeah, um, always, uh, I'm just going to quite segue on that. It's always baffled me that we've never put that into law. Yeah. Because there's an image of it, there's art of it, but there's never yeah. been like mentioned as a named god. Yeah. And it feels like it should be like, you know, the, the, de- the great, or the... The, the god of the, painting or whatever. So the, golden, yeah. the golden demon in, in 40k would just have like just the best looking chaos army as his yeah, minions yeah. would be. <laughs> Probably because no one in heavy metal would want to paint the golden <laughs> the demon. Golden yeah. <laughs> the golden nice. demon's own retinue. You'd be like, oh, don't give it to yeah. me. He's just always there on the old art and he's, he's got like a little demon next to his brush. Well, maybe, maybe this could be, you could kit bash some turn chaos custodies and those oh. could be golden demons we'll get uh, war games atlantic to make a range of them that's what we need to do yeah yeah they do plastic that would be fun um but then i guess i don't know if custodies in the law can't turn chaos i presume 
but who knows? Someone will let me know. Demon could be special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just be extraordinarily persuasive. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. golden. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And he's and like, like, and they like gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I reckon. Any chapter that wears gold just gets turned. Yeah, easy. Um, oh, genius. So I've got two questions. Uh, says Peter K. Um, not yeah, that we, Peter. We're doing well, aren't we? <laughs> Um, Garlic bread? Is that what he wants to ask yeah, about? And know. is his chapter called The Phoenix Knights? Please tell me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I was going to say, his first question is, is this ways to Amarillo? But um, <laughs> no. Uh, what has been your, uh, what has been the biggest milestone of your career as a painter? Other than coming on here. <laughs> uh, this, this kills his career. <laughs> I don't know, it would be the first layer sword, I think. That, you know, yeah. That the big thing that, that changed everything yeah mm. yeah and when you say you, for, you you've got two slayer swords is that right yeah so the other one um game after 2014 games workshop stopped doing like big um golden demons and they started doing these uh, mini demons so there was like i can't remember how like a couple of years or something but some like one year they missed some it's just all over the place and we weren't oh, particularly right. keen on them but the first one of them was golden demon tanks and oh. so i won that as well so it was directly after my like Properly, so yeah, um, and I won with a Death Guard Fellblade, uh, and that was pretty cool. Although uh, I, I can't remember, like, so me and Andy Wardle turned up there, and was like, this isn't like a golden demon at all because <laughs> it's just people entering tanks and they had different categories for yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that, and things, yeah. And, um, yeah. <sighs> But anyway, make me want you could have won a slayer slayer dagger maybe for yeah, the little ones. They, um, we got, I know. It's a comp- again another complicated thing because I know lots of people liked them because uh, they were more accessible. Mm. But the like the more pro painters didn't like them because they thought it was diluting it a little bit. And yeah. you know, is it depends, like, does a, does a trophy from one of those count the same as one of the other ones? But at the same time, like at each golden demon, even the really really good golden demon, you have different like qualities of category. So you know, I always think if someone turns up to a golden demon and gets a trophy, they've done the job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they deserve that trophy. Yeah. Regardless of this, no one else enters, they've done it. And you can't complain because you didn't. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So that's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, their second question was, uh, do you ever feel uh, that you plateau when it comes to your skill slash art? No, there's always something else to, to practice, to learn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because it's the, the standard is rising very quickly mm. and you're always looking, seeing what other people are doing. If you were just left on your own and you never looked at social media or anything like that, mm. I could see people plateauing. And I, I, mean, I still do see that. Um, I get annoyed when people ask me how long I've been painting to get as good as I am. I was like, it's nothing to do with how long I've been painting. It's because I push to get better all mm. the time. Uh, because people will come to me and say, I've been painting for 40 years. I can't paint very well at all. I was like, well, you haven't done it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you haven't tried. You've probably done the same thing. You've been, you know, doing yeah. the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah. That's a. I, I, I could be better at doing single miniatures and carrots and stuff like that, but yeah. I choose not to because I don't yeah. want to. Well, you wouldn't yes. have been an army. Well, painter, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you tend to have to really specialize. Yeah, you know, really like, focus on something to to get very good at that. Yeah, yeah. Thing. That's really good. Uh, perhaps a strange question. Have you ever spent countless hours on a miniature, then when taking a step back, figured you don't really like how it looks, and then just started again? Uh, I never start again, I just leave it. 
(laughs) (laughs) I've got so many. And it's not necessarily that I don't like what I've done, but my taste changes. Mm. And because some of these things take a long time to do, and it'd be like Nagash. I've got had an idea for that. I was painting it. It was going quite well. Everyone's like, "Oh, I want to see Nagash at the Golden Demon," and he's like, "Half done," and now I can't be bothered with it. Yeah. Just look at it. I think. Oh. Is this the new plastic Nagash or the old classic? It's the, the new. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I converted him quite a bit. Like I, I'd left off all the. Yeah. Bones and stuff, and like he's in a standing, standing on a rock, and I was going to do it so he was like standing on a rock, like a cliff face, and there was water crack, like waves on the bottom, and like undead all climbing up as he's summoning all. And oh wow! Like, it was a very complicated yeah. thing, and I got halfway through him. I thought, uh, I want want to paint him different, and it's half done. Like, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I just jump in on the on the Patreon, yeah. Do you ever um? Do you ever come up with like a concept like that, and then as you start to go through, oh Christ, why did I decide to make it this difficult for myself? Uh, no, it, it's usually a case of I wish I'd had more time to make it more difficult. All right. Um, <laughs> my biggest weakness is not having the model finished before the Golden Demon, and then the last couple of weeks before it, you're just pouring hours into it. But it's well, I find anyway really important to have that time to pause, mm. look at it, what needs improvement, yeah. just. Mm. You know, just to relax while you're doing it as well because painting generally for me is very relaxing like I enjoy it that's why I do it mm. and it's like I love my job it's like the best job I could ever have yeah, yeah. but those couple of weeks before Golden Demon I hate it and I feel like I'm ruining the model because I'm not getting the time that I want to do it but it's I mean part of that is purely because of the work so you like you have to do another model or whatever and you know keep churning out content um, so yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always um, respect, you know, massively respected the the painters because some of these things, are like as soon as the first, you know, that game stage's finished or Golden Demon's finished, they're starting the next one yeah. the very next day, and it's like a, a, a year's worth of passion. Um, but that's kind of interesting. Well, so some, after the Golden Demon, people sometimes get disappointed and they won't even look at it, touch it, just go straight off it. But I'm more like, oh, if I haven't won, right, next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh, that's really interesting. Um, someone asks um, what is it I think well they've asked I can't imagine you would have counted that they I'll I'll change the question slightly Um, is there a miniature that you've painted that's had like just the most phenomenal amount of glazes on there they've asked you for a specific number but uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah come on come on Richard (laughs) Um, I don't know I just I glaze is standard when yeah. I'm playing, I, I have no idea yeah <laughs> they all enough. have glazes on. Um, do you use any magnification gear uh, I did go through a phase of using a headset uh, but what I found was that it got really uncomfortable and it gave me headaches uh, yeah just rest and also because I'm wearing glasses so they sort of you get the the most popular one like the white one with the yes. sort of little nose yeah that's one I wear yeah and it it just really got uncomfortable wearing yep. it with my glasses as well and I just hated it so I went to the opticians I said okay I want just some close up normal glasses I thought, I'll wear glasses all the time I'll pay whatever it takes to get me just some glasses I can wear while I'm painting and they're not they don't work as well as like a big magnifier on your head but yeah. they do give me a little bit of magnification so it's like close reading glasses yeah like, mm. and that's what I wear yeah oh, interesting I had a, a lamp uh, which had like a magnifying glass yeah. on it and I thought I'll give that a go one day this was years back and I don't use the lamp anymore 
Um, but I found it was really distorting because I'd pull the figure and be like, whoa, that's big. Yeah. And then I bring the brush up and I'd try to judge the brush. <laughs> so you, your whole method of like moving the brush now has completely changed because mm. every, every like micro movement you make is like huge. Mm. I find I'm, it, I was, I was more like that with a magnified lamp and I'm less like that with gla- with the yeah. goggles. I, I tried to, uh, a lamp and what I found with one when I paint I'm really on top of the model yeah, yeah. so and with the, the you've got to be back because obviously the brush gets in the way and you'll knock it otherwise and so I'm you're like this and I don't like that at all um, and yeah because you're when you're viewing through, through the, the magnifying lamp everything around you is still in focus normally and then you put it in it's like a big change but when you've got your glasses on that's what you see yeah. so it's not quite as jarring Mm. I've I've tried to now be quite because you know you're saying about having it on too long headaches. I was like that yeah. at the beginning. I've sort of grown out of that now, but the the trying to have more pieces on your nose when you've actually got glasses yeah. on. I'm the same. I've got quite good now of being regimented with myself. If I know I can paint it without them, I lift it away, and then if I need to, and then I'll draw. I just I, I spend my life putting it up and down my face yeah. for the bit that I need to do. And that's the only way I can get through it. Because if I wear it for prolonged periods, I, my even though I have a substantial nose, it's still not enough space to get the two on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what, another thing I, I would say is that, well, what I found anyway, wearing a headset too much is you're focusing on the details and you're not looking at the whole model enough. Yeah, yeah. And you can end up just painting these amazing tiny details. You take itself one you can't even see what you painted mm. and it doesn't look the same as when you've had the headset on and the judges aren't going to judge it, and it with the headset and it makes you yeah. hyper, oh, it makes you hyper, course, i think yeah. it makes you hypercritical as well because yeah. you go oh god the state of that face oh that's oh that eye's not where the other one and, yeah. and then you lift it away and you go oh no god that looks all right that's yeah right. i do find myself i'm there's, there's a bit more straining nowadays when i'm not trying to do eyes and stuff um so maybe glasses might be the, the route yeah hobby goggles but, as pack holes and, but you're right yeah. you've got to be quite Cautious, because like you say, they're not going to have that. But then they, their eyesight might be a little bit better close up than my aging eyes now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they definitely do like like details. Like yeah. Oh yeah. High quality yeah. details, but you've got to be able to see them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's fair. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't think I've seen this video of yours, so I'd like you to say which one it is. Uh, but Aaron asks, "Hi, Richard." How much convincing did it take to get your wife to narrate your video when you were ill? She did a superb job, and I couldn't stop laughing at some of her comments. All right, so, so I wasn't really ill, but that was the, the joke, because it was um, an April Fool's thing. Uh, oh. Uh, and it was Snickrot, and no, she didn't. She was convincing me to do it. She, <laughs> she was very keen, and I was like, oh, this is a lot of work. Uh, and everyone's complimenting her, saying, oh, you've got all these like, little ticks and things just perfectly and I'm like yeah because I did the voiceover and then she tr- translated it to text and just said what I said <laughs> <laughs> smart yeah oh that's brilliant she was less an impersonation and more yeah. of a beating I mean she did add her own jokes in it as well like, yeah. she was things like uh, and I'd say and you don't want to make mistakes here and she said and I never make mistakes so I'm Richard Gray <laughs> <laughs> for, for respect <laughs> is your wife interested in your hobby or and your well um, hobby career or does it the thing he does behind that door no she is interested she does the website for me actually oh brilliant so, uh, that's really handy she's very good at all that kind of thing she built the website um, wow and she she is interested in it but she 
doesn't want to learn from me to paint and she's like I can't paint very well it's like oh I'll show you and she's like I don't I'm not interested <laughs> yeah. go away she doesn't she's not doesn't want any help from me I was like well you know people pay me to do that <laughs> <laughs> and you can have it like, for free yeah. and you still don't want is it is it that kind of like getting uh, driving lessons from your dad or your partner yeah is oh it... don't get driving lessons from your dad no not, well my dad's an ex-copper and he used to do advanced driving in the army and I took I, I borrowed Liz's car because we were going for a meal once and he was sat at the front next to me and I was driving I'd not long passed my test because I've been riding motorcycles for years but it was only like the last three years I've been driving cars and he sat next to me. I could just see him like trying to put the brake on or like trying to change gear. Like hold his like knuckles are going. Well, I'm like really sorry, I, Dad. <laughs> I remember me and my wife nearly got divorced over. I was in a petrol station and I wanted to put more water in the van, and I said, "Pull the lever to to pop the bonnet for me." And I seen a, a move, and she went, "What lever?" And I went, "It's down there. Just put, lean down." grab the lever, pull it towards yourself, it'll pop the bonnet so I can put water in. And she's like, no, I don't know where it is. And I came and I opened the door and I grabbed her hand and put it to her. We nearly got divorced. <laughs> she don't you grab my hand, don't you? And I was like, mm, I mentioned it three times, but that was only just popping a bonnet. The idea of teaching my wife to paint, well, someone teaching me first, but teaching my wife to paint. Yeah, we'd be in separate houses by the end of the <laughs> Okay, next question from Zach Bailey. Uh, do you foresee, what do you foresee as the next big thing in competition painting? Like how non-metallic metal was a game changer, but was it a game changer? Um, I, don't I think we kind of discussed. It was. So yeah. what happens is that um, you'll get popular painters, and they'll be like, oh, "I'll try this," or they like this. So there's a lot of people that like high-end painters that like non-metallic metal. And then because we do competitions, we win competitions. People say that's what you got to do to win a competition. Yeah. yeah. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. It's not. It's nothing to do with that. You don't need to do that. It's, so it's just whatever's in style. Things can come and go. Um, I do think texture and lighting is probably something that we pushed more. Yeah. Um, because there, there is the opportunity for that to be yeah. done. And like, there's lots of interesting ideas, and someone will come along um, and do something amazing, and then that will just become the standard. Then, uh, but yeah. I mean, everything's getting better, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Uh, Paul says he has enormous respect for you and the black magic he works on his miniatures. Uh, what was your biggest epiphany uh, when you started... Oh, the, uh, what was... I'm going to have to read this word for word. I was trying to change the his because like, you're right there and it feels weird to say it, but there we go. What was his biggest epiphany when he was starting out that made the most difference to his painting? Mm. I don't know. I don't feel I've ever had epiphanies. It's just been progress, like yeah. a steady progress yeah. going along. Uh, a wet palette did help a lot. Like I, I started off making my own wet palettes with yeah. like ice cream tubs. Mm. Uh, like I used, like a, well, I'm provided with one now, but um, I did actually quite like the ice cream tub one because it was so thick and I had like a massive bit of sponge in so that would never dry out oh amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah. Smart. yeah. yeah. but uh, they do go mouldy so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> two pence pieces is meant to yeah, be the thing yeah, isn't yeah. it the mould putting in your, oh. in your lifting your, your sponge up on your palette and, and yeah they put a coin in there a copper coin in there yeah, and apparently holds the mould back yeah. Yeah. interesting yeah. 
Those coppers always hold. Mine never go. Mine never go mouldy because I so frequently forget to put the lid back on. (laughs) (laughs) What what I actually find though is um, people always ask, "Oh, how long can I use the paint for the using the wet palette?" I change mine nearly every time. Yeah, uh, because it changed the properties of the paint change as yeah, you've left yeah, it. So they yeah. separate. You mix them up a bit. They evaporate a bit. You put a bit of water in. Like they're just not the same anymore. Yeah. So fresh paint works differently. To I found yeah, that with days. like wet palettes, it's like you know you put a paint on an hour or two later, it's so thin. It's like yeah. well, that's great for a, you know doing a wash or like a glaze or something yeah. like that. But it's not, yeah. not base well, camera. You have to now. be careful how much water you do put in a wet palette as well. I do notice that people put too much water in, and then it, they just. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you've done it, don't you? You put that because paint on it. Quite just... often, I, again, I'm asked, "How do you keep your wet palette so neat?" Um, what you talk about? You just put the paint on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what I do. It's a, um, put the paint on it. Put a bit of water in. There you go. It stays wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Nonsense. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, when comparing Golden Demon standards and winning entries over time. Can you see the styles and palettes evolve? Do you have a preferred period of Golden Demon history? And do you have any thoughts or wishes for how the competition and styles may develop? Oh, that's a lot of questions. That was a lot of questions. (laughs) There was lots of commas and only one question mark. Um, Uh, That's cheating. (laughs) (laughs) I got told off for that in English, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair. All right, my favourite time, I think, was when I was younger, when I was aiming for my first mm. uh, trophy. I loved the the painters then. The, they just seemed so amazing. And like they, I think at the time, there was more conversion work. Like now it's coming back in again. So yeah. people are doing scratch builds and everything. And obviously you've got 3D printed parts that people can put on models and things. Although it has to be sculpted. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yourself, don't yeah. go and buy any of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dangerous. Yeah. Really. Um, but... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that where people were like doing. I think they were very creative pieces. Yeah, like during the nineties and things. I'd say is this like the Mike McVeigh, Matt yeah, Parks, that era. kind of thing. Because yeah. he sold his. Oh, he's got his sword up. Yeah, for, sword and one of the yeah the Slayer sword winning. Uh, was it? Um, the starting bids like five grand or something. Yeah, but those swords are expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That it took six months. It said I think to to make the sword. Yeah, it's one way of me to get a Slayer sword anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, because they changed the quality of the sword. So the ones that I've got are, <gasps> controversial. It's not. Oh. <laughs> I'm such a YouTuber. Uh, they, 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 so there were. You, I think it was Raven Armory. They got to uh, make these handmade swords. And Matt Parks is maybe what the one just before they got those, uh, but it was still like it's amazing that sword. Mm. It's probably one of the best ones they did. But like the Raven Armory ones are all amazing, like proper, like handcrafted swords. And then after that, they're like, Let's just give them a cheap sword. It's just a cheap bit of sheet metal with a. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept doing, and we and people were kept saying we don't like these swords can we please have a decent one I think they've uh, recently they've bumped it up a little bit mm. um, I haven't had a close look at it yeah. um, but I know Neil for his he was having a bit of trouble because he won it in America and he needed to get it back and he left it for them to sort out and he got sent back through customs like uh, sent back cool. to America and oh, they, yeah. they, they wouldn't put it through yeah so weirdly I'd, I'd ordered like a small um, it was like a key ring like katana that you could click and it will come out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like super sharp or anything like that, but it won't go still through a customs. Still a concealed blade. Still a concealed blade. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. it's like that big. Who yeah. am I going to kill with that? Maybe Some, a borrower. Someone. But, 
They, um, they wouldn't yeah. let my my wife and my kids went to visit my wife's friends in Canada, and they brought um, for my little boy. They brought a, a a baseball bat, and the baseball bat was sponge mm. in a in like a rubber coating, mm. and that's to stop the bruising, right? That's right, <laughs> and they wouldn't allow it on the plane. Oh. Oh, they well, wouldn't in, yeah. you know, in case my you know in case my I was act- expecting barbed wire and nails in there. yeah well that's what it, that's we, we, we got him another one and it's what he's done with it now but, um, but that yeah he, um, you know in case you know a six year old ran amok on a plane with a rubber yeah so he yeah. can take the ball so he's got like this like ball look that's done like the baseball stitch you know, yeah, the yeah. stitch. he can have the ball but the back can't go through yeah. I thought honestly really yeah common sense mm-hmm. uh, what was the thing what would I like to see change in Golden Doom sometimes? Mm. Yes, like, um, what does the future hold? I, know, I do... They have a problem at the moment, so it's a legacy system with the gold, silver, bronze, mm. and there are so many high-quality painted pieces yeah. that, um, in a lot of the cases, they're equally good, yeah. and they just have to pick one, like I said earlier. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, when, I mean, for example, in the... Unit category where I, I got a commended entry, and there was me, there was Angelo Dicello, and I can't remember his name, but the guy that got gold previous year. We all got commended entry, so you've mm. got three painters there that are gold standard or Slayer Sword winner, and we didn't get a trophy. So that's how hard it yeah. is. Yeah, bonkers. Yeah. Um, and so I was speaking to the judges, and they, they were like, "That's why we're trying to do the thing where everyone goes on stage to try and show that you know everyone with a commended entry, like that's." the high standard that, yes. you know, if you had an open competition star system like these would all be getting that colour trophy or yeah, whatever yeah. Um, and I would like them maybe to see for the committed entries because all you get is like a little certificate Yeah, I mean it's, it's quite nice it's like, got like it's black with gold embossed stuff on it or whatever uh, but I'd like to have like that as a, like a little medallion or a little trophy or something just to yeah. show that you, that achievement is right up there because you, you have your committed entry and you have a finalist pin as well yeah. also people get a bit confused by this because finalist sounds like you're right through to the yes thing, but commended really, entries higher yeah, yeah really finalist is kind of like first cut if you like yeah. although yeah. that was another problem with the Depticon because it wasn't first cut they didn't have enough finalist pins or something so people were getting Ooh. first cut and not getting a finalist pin so that's why there was the confusion because normally oh right get okay. a finalist pin. yeah yeah um so you know that's why so impromptu no. question from me who judges golden demon uh well it, it changes i mean mm. um because the states one wasn't heavy metal was it was aiden there i think aiden might no well, he was there a couple of years ago previous one aiden was there as part of warhammer tv to judge okay yeah um the last one no oh <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say on that. So, because like I, I may have talked to people, but I, you know, I'd, again, I can't confirm anything. Yeah. And I might be wrong. So, well, yeah. yeah, if you don't know, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, that's, but yeah, there's no. You'd expect someone that's a high-end painter from the business to be there. You would expect that. Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't get that. No, yeah. Very diplomatic. <laughs> the silence is deafening. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, so, last question from my patrons. Um, hi, Richard. Peachy recently did a video about losing his mojo and sometimes needing to compromise on standards to get things done. Have you ever done this and turned your hand to batch army painting but lowered your standard? Um, and I think that you got a few Night Haunt and Death Guard done, but they still look pretty damn good. 
I'd love to see a massive army of your work. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an army of test models, I guess. But... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I do have armies of Titanicus. That's yeah. the, I mean, because that's something that I enjoy yeah. as like a, as a gaming system as well. Like, And it's quite easy to paint an army, though, because you need a few models. And I can still paint, like, the different... Uh, Legios because you know you only need a few and I can do another one and, yeah, and they're yeah. all got like they're all like knights or whatever um, with their own heraldry so they're very individual pieces yeah so that's not so much of a problem for me the only issue is I'm fitting them in among all the work um, do I lose my mojo it's a little bit of a controversial answer but I feel like I don't have the luxury to do that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know People go to work and they do their job, and it's my job. Yeah. yeah. Like some days I might not be quite on it as much as other days, but yeah. I still have to get it done. So, yes, I do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think... I suppose yeah, you could lose a mojo on a particular project. Yeah, I can move but... on, or I get bored of a piece or whatever, yeah. but I still have to paint something. Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. Make a video. Yeah, I, I interestingly, um, oh, we had it. We had a. It will have come out at this point uh like when this gets released next week we had a sponsor um for skillshare and and they say like watch a video that you think like watch a course and uh tell us what you think about it and, and one of them was about like how to you know motivation and time management and all that sort of stuff and they were like successful creative people schedule their motivation like <laughs> you're like right well i i just have to be motivated consistently to to do the job because mm. otherwise if i wait for motivation to strike then we might not have, we might not have a video out for another three weeks, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and stuff like that. You just yeah, get it get it done. Yeah, yeah. but imagine yeah. that with Barbara. I, I look, I don't. I know you've got a nine o'clock <laughs> yeah. appointment, but I'm hoping my mojo might kick. Mojo might kick him around about half past eleven. Yeah. Just come I'm, back. I'm just gonna cut half of your hair and then just come back next week when I'm yeah, feeling. Feel like yeah. <laughs> I really feel like I'll have the rest of it in me to finish that off for you. Yeah, yeah. it might not yeah. be quite as maybe creative as you want it to be, but you have the skills to do it so you can yeah. brute force it yeah, yeah. absolutely right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh there's many a day I've gone to work Richard it's been brute forced for the whole eight hours <laughs> my, my son's hair was brute forced yesterday because I, I, I did a full Chris Peach on him oh did you yeah yeah even to the bit that the middle bit's missing yeah I, 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 I've got the same pattern going on <laughs> and we wear the same clothes so it just looks like mini me it's great amazing fantastic wonderful um, before we close to an end um, I've got a question what is your next golden demon? Uh, I know most of them don't like to be, but have you got like plans afoot yes, already? Uh, I can tell you some of them. Uh, for the last couple of golden demons, I have been very poor with my time management for getting golden demons done. So I've only ended up with like. You have to watch your video. <laughs> Skillshare can sort that out for it. Yeah. <laughs> one entry for, uh, for each of the, the last two competitions. Uh, but for the next one, I'm f- focusing more on just doing golden demon stuff. Mm. Uh, so the my plans are at the minute I'm doing the Croxagore that uh, people should have seen started on my social media I'm doing Dante oh uh, yeah I was yeah, going to ask about Dante, Dante yeah. yeah very um, sexy I've got to do a fancy bass for him uh, that was the other issue when you're running out of time for a Golden Demon bass is secondary but you can't do that anymore yeah, yeah. you know you've got to the bass has got to be like a high standard it doesn't necessarily have to be complicated but it has to be a very high standard so you can't knock it out quick um, but yeah so Dante and then I've got the Ogroid that I mm. started before but I'm going to do that as a unit again but there's two Golden Demons next year there's Adepticon and there's UK and yeah. I want to do both Ooh. Oh. with the same miniatures no, no. <laughs> uh, I don't 
uh, really ever be into anything. Yeah. If it doesn't do anything, it doesn't do anything. I don't care. Yes. I'm not. Yeah. But again, I'm. I have a luxury of having quite a few trophies, so it doesn't matter to me. Yes. Quite mm. yeah. much. Yeah. It's like uh, chasing your first, does it? Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So I, I have those things, and I have another one that Ooh. I can't say. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we'll turn the cameras uh, off in a minute. And but I've also had a plan that I was supposed to be doing for the last two Golden Demons, where I want to do an Adeptus Titanicus Warlord. Titan, a Nurgle one, really heavily converted and sculpted, like super corrupted with like freehand stuff all over it. And yeah, that's that sounds cool. Yeah, I'll probably do that for the UK one. Yeah, yeah. oh, that sounds awesome. Keep it out. It is, it is started with the, the sculpting thing. So, so Adepticon is is that March, March, April? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're, they're like quite early. close together. Yeah, I think they did it on purpose to try and stop us going over and taking all the trophies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you plan ahead, then yeah. you know you just reserve some for that. That's good. Clever. That's amazing. The Brits invading yeah. the US again. Well, no, yeah. it is. We have we have like a team that goes over. <laughs> Because the cult, the cult of paint boys, shall we show heavy at them, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic, cool. Well, thank there you we for go. coming on the show. Um, if people want to find you, they can look on YouTube, can't they? Yeah, uh, and your social medias it should be anywhere. We'll, yeah. we'll <laughs> it's stick. Demon Rich, isn't it? It's your... Demon, yeah, D A E M O N. Yes, yeah. the I didn't, I didn't put that. Demon. It's not linked to Golden Demon or anything like yeah. that. I did that when I was a teenager <laughs> and I needed to get a Steam account for playing. Um, oh, smart. Oh, what was it? The Half Life. Yeah. You needed the Steam account to play Half Life. So I just came up with a, a name then. That's I just kept it. Another, yeah. another yeah. self fulfilling prophecy yeah. then. I, I got a yeah. I, I was at uni and I was, we did a lot of land gaming for Counter Strike. But at the same time, I was working in a workshop and it was when Ayaterra came out and I had a character with a little goatee because I had a goatee called Colonel Peach. And then I used to call myself Colonel Peach in, in the games. Oh, I've never been a Colonel, but it's stuck, and I've still got that as like my my uh, name for Steam and like like my email and stuff. And then whenever you like ringing up for like insurance and stuff like that, Colonel Peach, they're sort of like, oh yes, we'll get this put through you straight away, sir. <laughs> oh, amazing! Like, no, I'm not actually a Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Do yeah, you no, just, I don't just, like. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, mm, yeah. you can, you know, well, people do. You're that, not you're lying. Like, you're lying. Like, like, yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. But there, thank you very much. Uh, so do check out Rich's stuff. It is insanely good. Uh, um, it's yeah, mad and non-metallic metal. I mean, I hate it. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Should it's probably good. explain what non-metallic metal is right at the end of the show in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> Rich, what is non-metallic metal? Metallic metal. It's the superior way of painting metal. <laughs> 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 yeah, done. That's done. <laughs> okay, and there we go. 